You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy. I like playing games. I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. 
Hey gang, Matt here with an announcement. Uh, we are taking this week off. Uh, this is our vacation, and so we are giving you a an episode from the Platinum uh, feed. Of course, you can always subscribe to the Platinum if you aren't already subscribed by going to NeverNotFunny.com. There's different tiers. There's different uh, wonderful things you get, uh, bonus perks and all that stuff. But uh, this is an episode we did a few months ago with Andy Daly, and I'm sure you will enjoy it. So here it is. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? I say words for fun. I'm the race car of podcasting. You really are a human Totino. He's a pile of laundry on a chair. There's four corners in a room. Robots, robots. Pop Pop was digging in the crates. That is how daddy likes it. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo there we go thank you so much matt belknap welcome in everybody to uh, the award-winning podcast indeed everybody welcome to the po- uh, podcast the award-winning podcast never not funny we welcome you in if you're listening to us live stream we appreciate that if you're listening to it uh, when it comes out on Sunday night and then at your leisure, we certainly appreciate that as well. We just appreciate that you're part of the Platinum here and you support and listen to this, uh, I'll, I'll say it, dumb program. Um, uh, apologies to the people that are on the live stream that we started a little bit late. Uh, I, I dragged my heels uh, taking a quiz. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's why we started five minutes late. I uh, Here's the truth. On my way to the restroom, I had to answer a text. And that slowed me down. Here's I'm texting with friend of the show, Kyle Ryan. Mm-hmm. And I bring that up because Kyle texted me to ask me if I read Joel Stein's article in The Hollywood Reporter today. Mm. Joel wrote about uh, Adam Carolla and Jay Leno's comedy camp oh. in The Hollywood Reporter today. Oh, boy. And I would suggest to everyone and when the, when the live stream is over that you go find Joel's uh, article and uh, and you read how he uh, he uh, threads the needle uh, on just saying it's a fucking mess and stupid. So he went. He went. How I believe he was paid to attend. Okay. I, or they allowed him to attend for free, maybe not knowing he would kick them in the balls a little bit. Right. Like he was there as a <laughs> journalist, but embedded in the program to to write about that it. That is correct. Yeah. Yes. And um, it is uh, every bit of what we thought it would be <laughs> when we saw it announced oh, on the internet and how ridiculous it is and uh they should all they should every single comedian involved should be ashamed <laughs> i mean that i mean i i don't think by the way i do not think there's anything wrong with a stand-up comedy class i do mm-hmm. not i know there are others that think that's ridiculous and that you just have to get on stage which is true you do eventually just have to go and do stand uh, do open mics or whatever that is 100 percent true but if you need to take a class just like i did or really for acting or mm-hmm. sketch or improv mm-hmm. if you need that to give you the confidence to then go to the open mic because going to the open mic is scary. Mm-hmm. If you need all, if and, and by the way, if that's what everybody did at this Corolla thing, if that's why they spent that money to go do that, I get it. You could spend about 10% of that mm-hmm. on a different class mm-hmm. and get just as much information um, and, uh, and, and uh, because again, read Joel's article, you will see that maybe you're not getting the best of information. Mm. Um, out there. Also, Adam, look, I, I've said it before, and he probably still has it deep down somewhere. Before Adam went bananas, 
you know, misogynistic right wing nonsense and, and more than misogynistic even than the right wing. He's just so fucking degrading to women, in my opinion. Um, before he went that direction, there, there's funny in those bones. Mm-hmm. He's a really funny dude. That said, he's not a stand up comedian. That's the weird part of this. Uh, I know that he was part of Acme early before he was famous. And I know he did characters on K-Rock. I listened to him and enjoyed him when I was a young man. And um, I don't ever remember hearing of him doing a, a set at the Laugh Factory until he became until he became famous. And like then he started kind of touring to make money on his fame, I guess. But that still doesn't mean he's doing stand-up comedy. I don't believe he is. I believe, and, and and look, I will say this. He's also a terrific storyteller. Yeah. And so if you're going to see Adam Carolla and he's doing an hour at the Irvine Improv and it's him telling those stories, you're going to be entertained. Yeah. He's a really, again, I don't know what he's doing these days. I've not listened. But at there was a time where I consider, I thought he was a really funny, funny dude. Yeah. And... Um, that's, uh, you know, again, if he's doing a storytelling class, maybe that's my guy. But if it's standing up comedy, but I guess that's why he's got Jay there. And uh, also Caroline Ray and Carol Leifer and Alonzo Bowden and some other folks uh, were part of the uh, the uh, faculty, I guess is the mm-hmm. best way to put it. Uh, but listen, uh, go read the article is my, is my suggestion. And uh, uh, I'm getting a text from my son. He is at that class now and it is going well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You signed him up. He, you know what? He did say that, Dad. I'd like to see what you 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 badmouth Jay so much. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see the other side of the story. I'd like to yeah. see what Jay has to offer. Uh, so he's, he's rebelling finally. He's finally rebelling. He was probably like, "Look, I've I've learned a lot from from being your son, and you're a successful stand-up comedian. But now I feel like it's time to take a class and learn how how you write jokes." <laughs> <laughs> and again, I don't know if Adam is the right guy for that, but Jay certainly is. Yeah, Jay is uh, a technician and a terrific joke writer, and again was one of our heroes. When I say our, I mean me and my my stand-up class. And every comedian of his, like, he, he was Letterman's hero. Yeah. Everybody thought he was the best. Yeah. And and that said, if you go see Jay Leno at the Comedy Magic Club, or if you if he comes to your town, he's still great. It, it may not uh, ring uh, uh, true to 25-year-olds, mm-hmm. but if you're my age or older, your age even, uh, you see Jay, I think you're going to go, you know what, he's still a good comic. Hmm. But... It uh, so it's it sounds like that lineup of faculty as you call them. Yeah, there's a, those people, most of them, all of pretty much except Adam Carolla, arguably from just argument, they are also good standups. They're all good standups. Yeah. So it sounds to I me like that. somebody didn't. Uh, if if it's not an effective class, then somebody didn't do a good job of organizing what they should teach, or maybe they're just not good teachers. Uh, I rec- again, I recommend reading the article. Sure, sure. That, uh, that would be uh, uh, that's everybody's homework for today. Uh, everybody uh, in house here as well as and it's uh, by the way, Joel Stein's a great you know Joel's a friend of the show. Yeah. Um, in fact, I believe you might be. I, I know I never do spoilers. I believe you might be booked uh, to come up uh, on the program soon. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, uh, he was supposed to be here a year ago, and then something happened. Uh, where he could not make it, and then it just was in a a year of hits and misses scheduling wise. Uh, but uh, we like Joel, yeah. and uh, he's a great writer, so that means it's mm-hmm. easy. And it's also it's always fun to go into something knowing he's going to shit on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. You know that said, I did go into it going, uh oh, what if it isn't? What if it's like? Well, that's the thing. It's the Hollywood Reporter. It's not like Vanity Fair or GQ, like a like a magazine that might only be interested in that story if it's like a hit piece. Like Hollywood Reporter is an industry uh, newspaper, so like they could just be covering it because it's part of the you know it's part yeah. of show business. 
they don't necessarily looking for somebody to take it out at the knees unless that's what is required. It is, I'll say this. I mean, it's not entirely that. Yeah. You know, to your point, I think it's the Hollywood Reporter version. Right. They probably held, is. but they were like, hey, don't don't go buzzsaw on this thing because right. we have relationships we need to maintain. Yeah, here. I got uh, Jay comes over every Saturday to change my oil. I can't <laughs> risk you uh, ending that relationship. Yeah, well, yeah, I see what the problem is. Yeah, you got the kennel that can fit on inside out. Yeah, well, you, you just end up with your 30. Uh, that's an oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've never changed your own oil in your life. No. Yeah. And I'm judging you for it. <laughs> nah, yeah. That's fair. I'm not judging you. I, uh, my dad, my dad, my dad still, I, I believe he still does it. I might've done it on my, uh, on my ATV when I was a kid on my quad, not my quadricep muscle, but my, my four wheeler uh-huh. off road. So that was something I might've done. Yeah. Does <laughs> that change your opinion of me? <laughs> This is the first we've heard about this quad. I think I've mentioned it before. It does I sound live, familiar. Did I you lived fall off a, of it or something? I did. I did. I drove off a small cliff no, on it once. that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That makes more sense than you changed the oil, to be honest. Yeah. Me driving. Yeah. That was a weird incident. Uh, Refresh I, our memory. Because as we know, I'm, while I'm taking Prevagen, maybe it hasn't 100% kicked in yet. There was a big uh, sort of a cornfield across the street from my house or across the road. Uh and I was just kind of doing laps around it. Not corn. I don't know. It was just a field. I, don't, I can't remember what grew there. Um, and maybe, Lima bean? Maybe nothing. <laughs> maybe it was not being harvested. It was just a tall grass, a big field. So I was doing laps around it. Mm-hmm. And at one end, it kind of like there was a line of trees. And then through those trees, it kind of went down 15 feet. And then there was a, another dirt road down there. And so I was doing laps around it. And... Uh, I think laps are ultimately a little bit boring. <laughs> I think my mind wandered. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what happened, honestly, because I basically was, I, I went from being like, I'm riding around the, the field to, oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in midair. You're I basically, I went through the trees, didn't hit a tree, but just went through and then just kind of like went, yeah. And like, I, I kind of like flung, I was like flew off of it and then it kind of tumbled down the, the cliff. It wasn't like a sheer rock face. It was like a very, very steep thing. So it tumbled down while I just fell straight and landed on my side and somehow didn't break anything. I had a helmet on. Um, Very, very, very sore on the hip area and the the arm. But I didn't put my arm out or else I would have broken. I just kind of land on my shoulder and my hip. And uh, and I was like, well, oh, someone's rocking out. Wait, now let me ask you a question. Uh, mm-hmm. I know this is mid story, but yeah. we we all just we all just were jarred mm-hmm. by the uh, the thumping bass of some yes. music and our is that them countering our annoying voices? <laughs> I don't know, I, or are they trying to lay a sound bed for this story? Because it is a pretty rocking story. Well, there's, there's no question about that. <laughs> well, it's more like a raving story, I would argue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's, well, that's in a, any case, there's some energy. I mean, like this is cra- this is like uh, this is like Fast and Furious. It just got louder. Thing. That's a rave. There's like a rave. There's a full-on rave going on next door. I can't imagine that's going to last very long. But why is it happening at all? Is but why is it happening? I mean, again, it's the only thing I could suggest is that they're countering our voices. I don't think it's about us. I, I wouldn't leap to that. I think they're, you know, they just. Do you think maybe I did it for comedy? <laughs> <laughs> you think, uh, think that's possible? Yeah. But it's definitely anything's possible. <laughs> oh. All right. So yeah. there we go. Uh, anyway, so I, I I fell on the on the road below, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" It's like the the quad is tumbling down towards me. And oh, you wait! It, it, while it was heavier than you, 
you yeah somehow i i like i don't know why but i think maybe because i was like maybe i tried to turn and like the moment my momentum carried me off the edge and then it sort of just rolled sideways after me yeah and uh and so i was like yeah and it did not land on me those things aren't that heavy by the way i mean they're they're heavy they're like a few hundred pounds but they're like they're heavier than you they're heavier than but but like it did, but it would just depend on which part of it hit me. It wouldn't necessarily be like very, that bad if it like was on top of me. It would just, you know. Hmm. But anyway, I also was like, shit, I'm in the middle of a road now. If a car was coming, that also could have been terrible. Like if I hit the ground and then a car just hit me. <laughs> that <would have> <laughs> That's what would happen in a movie. You yeah, know that. exactly. But not a very uh, busy road. So then did you get back on this quad and drive I, it back? I hopped up, dusted myself off. My dad, you know, worked at home. He had a, a, his office was a home office. And so I went to him and said, I felt the need to tell him what had happened mm-hmm. and uh, he didn't know what to do with that information. <laughs> he was like, well, you're, he's like, you're okay. And yet I'm your father and I should, I should say something so that to indicate I'm not happy with this. <laughs> like, uh, and so he was like, well, that was, he was unhappy with it. Well, he was, just a, I mean, it's an he, accident. Yeah. But he was just like, I hit, what he said was, well, that wasn't very smart. But I was like, well, I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm just, I'm reporting the incident yeah. <laughs> to the proper authorities, but I don't, I don't know, I don't know how it happened. And I, I, I do you think you're as you're telling the story? By the way, yeah. to me, it's just that your lap just kept getting me maybe a little wider because you lost a focus. I, I, I and honestly then, think I just, I think I just zoned out. I, I like, I like, I think I like maybe hypnotized myself, yeah, uh, or something. I don't know. I don't know. You know, how sometimes when you're if you're in an office and the, it's like it, you're inside for a good part of the day. And then I don't know if this happens to everyone, but it happens to me. If you're in a, if you're inside and it's it's like the light, you know, it's not like super bright inside, and you're inside for a while, and then you walk outside and it's very bright. Sometimes your eyes, like I'll, I'll do that, and I'll get in the car and I'll start driving, and then I, I suddenly just catch myself just like staring. Yeah, because your eyes are not used to how bright it is, and so you're, they're kind of like, uh, and you just kind of go. So I don't know if I was just doing that, although I had been outside for a while. So. I think I, I will uh, use the, uh, the the comparison of there are times where you're uh, like Elliot and I drive home on the 405 and you're driving, you get on the 405 and the next thing you know, you're on the 10. Yeah. And you it's don't like, remember you can't remember any yes, of that. Right. And you're just, yeah, because just it's, yeah. it's empty time. Yeah. Just like it could have been that I wasn't like listening to any music or anything. Well, good, uh, good news. We can hear some now. Yeah. So that was my quad accident. I think there were others too. I probably oh, there had to be some other ones. Yeah, there's no question about it. You're not a good driver, <laughs> and sir, I, you may have to trouble with that oil. From what I understand, I don't. I, I heard it wasn't uh, uh, changed often enough. Hmm. Maybe that. I think that's why your father was upset. Maybe the maybe the steering locked up because of the lack of oil, lack of uh, power steering uh, fluid think, in there. Yeah, I don't think that's that's. Was that easy it. to steer? Would you have power steering in that? There's no power steering. It's like a. It's like handlebars. Yeah. turning two wheels again it's very lightweight so it doesn't take much to move it around like a little dune buggy it's easy to flip it i'll tell you that much yeah flip it and dip it right yeah i mean if you just go hard if you go fast enough and go like that it will roll over and you have to hop out of the way how often would you do that uh my friends and i would do it for fun just to try to see how many times you could make it roll but okay yeah uh i don't know I guess frequently Ooh, is the answer. Yeah, right for, yeah. I mean, after a while. Because at some point you got to do it because like, yeah. well, like driving this isn't giving me the And then, you know, like thrill. my dad ended up like after I had grown up and moved out of the house, he start, he was using it to like drag logs out of the, you know, move stuff around on the farm mm-hmm. like as a tool and then realized this one, it was like for a child. So it was like, this isn't really what this was made for. So then he bought 
his own like he sold that one he bought one that was like bigger and stronger mm-hmm. and like more powerful it had four-wheel drive and everything and then last time i was home i tried driving it. i was like this is terrifying oh like, really like this thing is a beast and it's i'm not comfortable on it because it's too powerful it was like you like can it was get like, away from me yeah i felt i felt it getting away from me but i still felt the need i was like this will be fun for charlie i'll throw him on the back and we'll ride around a little bit and, how do you uh, feel about it uh I think he thought it was fun. Okay. And maybe a little terrifying. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's, the, that's the thrill of it. Yeah, it's exactly. It's the thrill of the buggy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of your family and their reaction, how did they respond to me seeing the Taylor Swift movie a second time? <laughs> how did they uh, take was, that report? There was some head shaking. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, the thing is, I, I, am, I can't really explain explain or describe it but i'm excited about the fact that you are now very into taylor swift they didn't seem to care they don't, they care. i would have thought they yeah your wife couldn't wait to hear my report about the concert right and then so i would imagine i would have thought that uh, hearing that i saw the movie twice would have given her some sort of uh uh i don't know response but no just uh yeah they just moved about their day huh I think there was a, there was a bit of grumbling about like oh imagine if he had been a fan when he went to the actual concert. <laughs> well, I said I said that uh, to you. Like, yeah. I, I, no. It, yeah. It's, I know what would have happened. I would have then bought tickets for the other shows. Yes. That's but, what would have happened. But it, yeah, in general, I think they're just like well, that's just the world we live in. There's there's so many people. I mean, it's like it's a crazy it's a craze right now it is a craze it's like pickleball she's the yep. pickleball of music <laughs> <laughs> perfect description i mean i mean pickleball is such a craze right now and yeah you know it's it's got the it's got the pet rock vibe to it it's yeah. it really has that yes. of you know in a in two years no nobody will be i mean some people still play pickleball because it is a good exercise it is a good exercise <laughs> but it uh it will not be what it is now the, they can't invent us a, a ball that's not so loud they can't have, they haven't worked that out you think it's a lot of ball is it the ball or is the racket? It's a loud sport. People complain about the noise. Well, the, oh, I don't think it's all that loud. It's probably the racket because it's right there in the name. Paddle. <laughs> I, racket. But it's the combination of what the what? ball is and what the racket is. Like a, a the yeah. same racket with a different ball wouldn't be as loud. What's that racket? Oh, People boy. say. It makes a racket. Good Christ. Is that what you're doing over there? <laughs> I, I'm surprised that you didn't say that was too obvious and make fun of me for that. I gotta be honest with you. I didn't, I didn't understand what you were saying. Oh, right. I, I'm just... I, uh, this is, this is me, uh, on the dune buggy, uh, not knowing that I'm about to go over a cliff. I <laughs> literally zoned out. I knew you were, you were talking. I was waiting for it to end so I could respond yeah. and I didn't know what to say to it. This is like you with Taylor Swift six months ago. You didn't understand it. I just didn't. I but didn't. now you love it. Oh, now I'm all Do you in. love this joke? I know. Wait, ask me again in six months. Okay. Oh, uh, fair enough. Check back in with me. Yeah, yeah. there's no question in six months you might. Uh, the, ma- the main thing I want to say, though, is I was thinking about, because I've been thinking about this a lot. It's It's been on my mind, this whole, this whole whatever's happening with you and Taylor Swift. Yeah. And the one thing I thought of is you said, you said to me, maybe off the air, but maybe on the air, you were like, uh, you were like, you told me it was great, but you and I don't have the same music taste. But I know we don't have the music taste. I don't tell you to go listen to Cool G Rap. No, you do not. I, I recommend things that I like that I think you will like because I understand to some extent, but not completely. I know you're you're an enigma. You can't be solved. You're mm-hmm. you're, you're 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 a Rubik's cube uh, with uh, you know seventeen sides. But uh, I know when I hear something, I'm like, this is the kind of thing. This sounds like the kind of music that I know Jimmy likes. Yeah. Which is why I've said more than once, 
you should give the 1975 another chance because it's a lot of it. Boy, I keep trying. Sounds dude. like the stuff you would I keep you like. Trying. I just uh, I mean, maybe it's lyrically it's not really your your bag, and I don't. But I don't think you're a lyrics guy that much. So I'm a very lyric guy. I okay, mean, well, if, maybe if, that's if, if I'm not a lyric guy, why would I like Bob Dylan or Ellis Paul? I mean, that's true. They're nothing if not lyrics. Okay, okay. You're not, yeah, they're not you're known right. for their guitar play. No, but you also like like nobody would say Ario Speedwagon is like a lyrical. Uh, it depends pinnacle. on the song. Okay, sure. I might uh, I might argue with that one. You I know, think you're. I thought you one, were. One of it's about genocide. Oh my god! I mean, you know, it's uh, that's heavy. Yeah, it's heavy stuff, man. I, I'm going to jump off this speed wagon. That's I, too too yeah. much for me. I know, but you're not. You're going to fall off. We don't do. You know, Iron Maiden's all about the lyrics as well as those. I just thought it was three guitar assault. I just always thought you were kind of a melody first guy. Like you, 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 you go for the melody. I don't think so. Okay. No, no, all I'm right. a guy that. Uh, well, then maybe I've solved one more part of the puzzle of your music taste. Then. Um. Yeah, I did hear some rap. Uh, some gentleman had his, uh, you know, when they do this, they, uh, a guy's on a motorcycle, but he plays his music so the yeah. whole world can hear it. Yeah, yeah. That was what was happening today outside of the gas station. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Now, some might say, if you're riding a motorcycle, you've, you have to accept the trade-off that you can't listen to music like you do in a car. Okay. But let's say you don't accept that. Isn't it better that he's doing it that way than it's in his helmet and then he can't hear the outside world? Like, that's dangerous. Nope. <laughs> well it's not better for you but nope. it's safer no you know you're already taking a risk getting on that hog i mean i don't know what the solution is maybe there's helmets that have well, how about this how about, how about it, uh, you lower it at the stop signs oh, and stop okay. lights how about that right. it was i mean it was banana time yeah. loud well a lot of motorcyclists the it seems like their whole point of being on a motorcycle is to get attention i i will if it's not the music it's the that. it's the lack of muffler or the you don't engine understand the bike world man you just don't you're right it. i don't because i don't even know if it's the engine or the muffler that's so loud <laughs> but i do know it's annoying i think it's muffler isn't it well or, it's or a the lack combination of? and yeah or certain mufflers maybe make the engine it's like those assholes louder. with those cars that they yes. uh, they do something to the muffler look at me yeah, and then there's no question my penis is large. Oh Listen God. to this engine. There's no question my penis is large. Yeah, that's that's what they're trying to. Or well, no, isn't. Yeah, it isn't in in reality. Right. It isn't, but they're trying to project. I must have a big penis if this is how loud my car is. Is there anything to that? By the way, there's <laughs> nothing to that, right? The, the idea that. I have a small dick, so I need to buy a Porsche. Like, there's, there's not that. I mean, there? I would love us. I'd love to see a scientific study done on that. I, don't know. I mean, if it were true, I'd be driving a Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> or you also, there's, there's practical. Like, you're not going to spend that money because it's a stupid amount of I money. I could buy a used Porsche. You could, but it's not worth it. I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I guess a used Porsche isn't necessarily expensive. You could get one for twenty thousand dollars, probably. Could you? I don't know. I bet you. you I could. think you could. Yeah, I know a friend. A friend of mine did that. Like, he, it wasn't even that much. It was like. I can't remember how much it was. And it was it was like this is 10 or 15 years ago, but he bought like a 96 Porsche right. and it was like, you know, 15 grand or something, which yeah, is Yeah, good luck with that today though. Okay. It's well. like cuz I, I watch a lot of uh, automobile YouTube and there's a whole thing where they're lamenting that you should have bought a Porsche 10 years ago oh, because yeah. now you can't get anything for less than like 40, 50,000. Wow, interesting. Wow. Yeah. Even an old one like an 80s. Especially the old ones. Huh. Growing up, that was the car. Like that was the yeah, car. Yeah. Like if you, if you, in my generation, like if you, if you can get a Porsche, you made it. Yeah. So I could see a lot of people my age buying a used Porsche mm-hmm. just to at least go. Well, I, I got it. Yes. I have a Porsche. But you're, you're telling me that they're forty thousand dollars. Well, I'm not spending that. No, I don't think you are. I don't want to spend five thousand on a Fiero. Yeah. I don't want a second car. I think that's what it's down to. <laughs> no, it's kind it of would just, the ass. It just, it just, and it's for me, you, it waste of money. Yeah. Unless it's a convertible. And then you're going to put the top down. You're going to ride on the beach. Uh, but again, most convertibles are only two seaters. And that's a waste for 
I don't Me even. Too. I don't even have like the driveway for it. Like, or, or like, I don't have a garage to put it in. So I've never been here in a place. Uh, Not allowed to see this driveway. <laughs> uh, they converted like before we were there. They converted the garage to a studio, and then they the driveway that the, the what leads to that a car wouldn't fit through it anyway. Very narrow. Yeah. So I don't really understand how it ever worked, honestly, because there's a there's a stairway from a side door. That literally makes it impossible for a car to go by. So it's like, what was that door doing when this was used for a car? Right. Like, was it you just open the door and jump out, (laughs) jump into your car? Yeah. And maybe that's if you have a convertible, you can jump from that door right into the seat. Yeah. uh, Tom Selleck it up. Yeah. Magnum it up. What? uh, uh, Let me ask you a question about that garage that's converted into a studio. Mm -hmm. I I imagine at the moment because it's, it's a storage room. Yes. At this point, if it was not a storage room, is it bigger than this room? Yeah. Hmm. Now, let me ask you a question. I mean, would we save a ton of money if we were to go there? You've raised this before, and I just don't think it makes sense. Like, you'd have to come into my house to use the bathroom. There's just, like, practical things that I don't like. No, just pee behind the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I guess I, like, guests guests coming to my house is kind of weird. Make no mistake, if it was my house, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't want to do it either. No, I I mean, it's also... um, or would I? Would I love the idea of walking out my back door and going, know. you know, Allison Rosen style and going yeah. right into it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I'm with you about the, unless the studio had a bathroom in it. Yeah. And uh, where you don't, right. uh, you could. Uh, where it's totally separate. Yeah. But I still am not like, look, I don't want you there. So you think I want all these other jokers coming in? No. I don't want Jared Logan there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Jared Logan cannot know where I live. No. Nor should he know. <laughs> I think that's a uh, that, that's a smart decision that you've made. Yeah. Uh, you got Elliot. Have an answer. It looks like you had a Porsche answer. Well, so for a Fiero, I did see one that was like thirty five hundred dollars on cars and bids. That seemed like it wasn't too bad. Thirty five hundred dollars. Now, where where, where in the country is it? Oh boy! And what color is it? I didn't expect follow ups. And, and what does the interior look like? Silver's the color I had. Holy shit! Is it my car? <laughs> it had stripes. I don't no, know. No, it was anti stripes. Uh, Actually, my, I think my brother smashed my Fiero, so I like pinstripes. Like it came from dealer. I like probably the, had some. Uh, what, what do they call that? Uh, come on. Uh, what racing, do they call that when they racing stripes? Yeah, but what there's a word for that. Uh, not deck it out or uh, detail. Detail. Thank oh, you. Well, oh, that's just no. But I mean, like, did it? Was it like factory paint job with a stripe? Or? No, there was never that. Maybe, okay. maybe the uh, the quote unquote pace car one did. Right, but I don't think the uh, the other ones had. Okay, I, it would always be like done at the dealer. They would put that pinstriping on it for mm-hmm. you know, right. and then you know you you have to spend more money because they were kind enough to do that for you, even though you did not really want that. <laughs> oh wow! So yeah. this is a few years ago. This was in 2021. Which one? The one that the, uh, the Fiera? Yeah. That was that it it it. This is a sold listing. There, this particular site doesn't have any that are currently listed. But okay. it went for thirty nine hundred. It was from Georgia. It had sixty one thousand miles, which isn't that bad for for a nineteen eighty five car. No, but it's still a lot. Now, the good thing about the uh, the Fiero is it doesn't rust because it was made of fiberglass. So that's mm. the uh, what about the under undercarriage may uh, may have some troubles. But uh, as far as the interior goes, the interior looks really nice in these pictures. It's, uh, that was always my problem uh, when when this truly crossed my mind when I had the two TV shows and I, I'm going to buy myself a Fiero and relive my youth. Uh, the interior always grossed me out. Like mm. it was never it would have to all be completely redone. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're dropping way more money than you want to. So it's it's not happening unless unless somebody just brings it to my house. I know I've said this before, but I really feel like GM is missing an opportunity to 
come out with an electric Fiero. Dude, oh, holy smokles. And there is a there is a there's a building in Burbank. It's right on the border of North Hollywood. It might be North Hollywood technically, but um I used to ride my bike by it all the time and I was like, what is this weird building? I I can't figure out it's just it's an interesting looking building. It looks like a kind of like a compound with a fence that like like something important and secret is happening. Yes. In. And so I looked it up and it's a it's a GM like R&D lab research Ooh. and development. And uh, so I'm thinking I should go over there, knock on the door mm-hmm. and say two words, electric Fiero. And then run, <laughs> run away. And they'll just go, what? What? what are <laughs> Who are you? Uh, here, here's here's the only. uh, uh and again, I don't know what I'm talking about when I say this, mm-hmm. but uh, the uh, what could be a concern is that the the Fiero is such a small light vehicle, the battery may be too heavy. Uh, well, well, that's the, an the engineering light, challenge. The yeah. lightness helps with regards to range and stuff. But yeah. when that when the Fiero came out, we didn't have airbags and we didn't have all the the crumple zone stuff, right. and so you're going to end up with something closer to the size of like a Saturn Sky or a Pontiac. Uh, well, well, that's too big then. That's a uh, because I'm trying to think not, of this. Yeah. But what about smart cars? And like, there's, yeah, what about smart there's, cars? there's small cars on the so, road. So, yes. Yeah. So a smart car has a range of about 80 miles on electric. I'm just saying you're allowed to make a small car. It's not like right, but safety it's a, things. It, it's a completely prevented. different. Like you'd have to change. You'd have to re-engineer. Yeah, if you re-engineer a Fiero to be like the smart car where it's got that. What if you just took the body paneling of a Fiero and put it on top of a smart car? <laughs> How about that? I mean, I don't think you'd like the results. It would look weird. You don't know what I, you don't know what I remember. They used to like sell those like kits where you could basically make like a Pinto look like a Ferrari. Well, mm-hmm. you could make a Fiero look like a Ferrari was oh, okay. the big one because yeah. you could. It was easy to take those panels off. And in fact, when I was looking on this website, there several of the Fieros that were sold looked very suspiciously like Ferraris. Hmm. Well, that, they they kind of they kind of did anyway. That was kind yeah, of, the that was one of the appeal. The slope one nose, the yeah, it was yeah. cool looking, and it kind of a little, looked a little bit like, um, oh, was it the nine twelve? What's the what's the what's the little Porsche? It did yeah, look like yeah. that as well. Um, uh, so why did that car fail? Everybody I know that had one loved it. Why was it? Why was it? But years later, it was laughed at, like the PT Cruiser was laughed at. But you're talking about the 912 or the 944? Because the 944. No, no, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the Fiero. Oh, the oh, Fiero. oh, oh, yeah. Well, there was the the thing that w- went through with the fires. Right? Yeah, but uh, that went away. Yeah, things happen. <laughs> I think it was just there. There was a. It was sort of it, it. It was perfect for you at that age because you're like, I want a cool car. I don't have a lot of money, and like, basically, it was for people who, who maybe would have gotten a, a Trans Am, but they didn't have the money for a Trans Am, or even a uh, a Firebird couldn't even afford that, right? And so it's like, this is a lesser version of that, but because of that, it was laughed at because it's kind of like the poor man's sports well, car. Well, I I don't remember the whole details of it, but I did see a thing about the Fiero, and I think the deal was first of all there was there were some issues with the first generation, so then a lot of people just wrote it off; they mm. weren't going to go for it, and then it it didn't quite deliver on the sports car thing, and then the Miata came out, and the Miata did, yeah, because the Miata is about the same size, but it was and and maybe the same power, but it was like better set up. And so people, why would you? Why would I get that when I could get a Miata? The Miata was a very nice car, yeah. but a very different vibe. Like a Miata sure. was basically just like having like an MG, right? Exactly. Uh, that was that was the whole point. Yeah, but like more sort of practical on some yeah, level. Once again, what we're learning is the Japanese know what the, what yeah. they're doing when it comes to the vehicle. So I want to correct myself a little bit on this Porsche Thank situation. You. Um, so <laughs> most Porsches that you would want are like thirty five thousand or more, but I I am looking at a thing that sold. Uh, 
last week. It's a 2005 Porsche Cayenne Turbo, which is the SUV mm-hmm. that went for 55.25. Now, like the Peppa, like the Peppa. That's a quote from The Sopranos. Thank you, because Tony <laughs> Tony gets Carmela a a, a, Cay- a Porsche Cayenne, and she goes like the Peppa. Oh, <laughs> so my guess is this this one has uh, like off road lights and hooks attached to it and stuff. So I'm guessing. Maybe it was not well loved. It had two hundred three thousand miles. Of Jesus. course, that helps. It's a lot of miles. So, um, but the interior actually looks pretty good. But you said it's fifty five thousand dollars. No, 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 fifty five hundred dollars. Fifty five hundred. So okay. that was why I was correcting myself. Is that apparently it is possible? Yeah, to but you get some you, kind of a Porsche. But you got to put up with a lot of miles. Yeah, and that's almost twenty years old now. Yeah. Well, yeah. but that's the that's what Jimmy was talking about. Is cars even older than that? Like from the eighties. Well, if I got the Fiero, yeah, right. it would be something from the eighty seven. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. There's it's, sometimes it feels like. If a car has lasted 30 years, then someone was taking care of it. But if a car is like eight, 17 years old, it might just be an about old to, car that's about to go, uh, you know, on its last legs. But here's what I will say. Anything that looks like a 911, those ones, yeah. they're starting, especially now because everything's moving to more complicated electronics and hybrids and even electric uh, folks who like to drive stick. They're going after the the older right. 911s. Yeah. Well, here's the question: What about the Boxster? Because that was sort of a more affordable when it came out. Yeah. It was a more affordable. I'll have to look that up. Give me a second. You should look it up. Okay. Someone's uh, selling a 1975 Porsche 914 for ten thousand seven fifty. A seventy five, a fifty year old car. Yeah. See, here's the problem with all these. I I think you got to be a car guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to buy one of right. these, we don't know what we wouldn't know. Well, Elliot might, but we don't know what to do with that no, thing. I would. Uh, I think you got to know. You, you, I don't even know how to change. I did it with my father. I changed my own oil mm-hmm. once, uh, but I don't know how to do that. And I think you got to be. You got to know minimum how to do that. Uh, I'm mean, keeping it to Jiffy Lube, of course. But you know what I'm saying. You yeah. you need to know how to. Uh, it would maintain would, that car. It would behoove you to understand what's happening because it's older and it's yes. not necessarily in great condition. So I'm looking at finished auctions. For boxsters, for, yeah. this 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 is a site where people who know cars buy cars, and they're going everywhere from nine thousand to forty five thousand. So it, it probably depends wow. on the mileage and all yeah. that. Kind Put of a bid in on that nine thousand. Because <laughs> <laughs> what I'll do then is I'll take it to my house and I'll I'll I'll, I'll give it a wash, I'll give it a bath, mm. and then I'll I'll relist it. Oh great! I or think I think I think that 10? car just needs a bath, mm. and then I, I turn it around right. and make a couple yeah, of. They bucks. probably didn't think of that. Yeah, just wash that thing. They're dumb, these people. Hey, guess what time it is? It's time for everybody's least favorite uh, new segment. Uh, I give you songs. We didn't do it last week. He wasn't here. Oh, yeah. So I felt that like... Uh, uh, I was bummed. I, when I realized afterwards that we hadn't done it, I was a little bummed. All right. So as we know, we're, we're bouncing back and forth. Mm-hmm. So now we're to 1988. Okay. We have not done 88 yet. Okay. This this I feel good. I, so, although I thought I would be better at 89 than I was. So 88. Right, here we go. 88. Yep. And this is. Uh, are the, you keeping track of? Yeah, I know this is a is a scientific study that you're. Yeah, yeah. Are you writing down the your findings as you do them? I'm getting a very important phone call. Please pardon me for ten seconds, if you would. Uh, hello. Okay, uh, Garen will be out to get you. All right. <laughs> that is our guest. Uh, all right, Garen, uh, go out there and do what needs to be done. Now, Garen's not even going to be in the room. All right, well, you know we what? Just wait until Andy's. It's a, yeah, he doesn't want any part of this. Maybe he does. Nah. Guy loves the eighties. Uh, he's he was, not. He's he was, not a music guy. He'll, no, that's not true. He's a big Jethro Tull guy. Oh, that's right. All right, we'll wait. We'll wait. Uh, Andy Daly. Uh, he might Daly have been on. I love the eighties. Even I suspect that'd be a guess. That's interesting. Or best week ever, at least a sister show. I have a feeling he wasn't. Should have been. Sure, of course. We'll ask. Of course, he should have been. Uh, all right. Well, why don't we take the break then? Why don't we take a break yeah. here? 
And uh, as we know, we're live streaming, so we are not really taking a break for the live streamers, but we are taking a break for the folks uh, that are. Um... Jimmy, Jimmy, yep. Jimmy. Wow, we haven't forever. taken the break yet. And still. if I'm not mistaken, this comes out f- Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's still a little time left for Septemberfest. Yep. Yeah. If you want to gift uh, somebody. And I believe that uh, there's a uh, website that is being. Uh, yes. Gift nnf.com i believe that is, the... is it yeah yeah i don't believe it's up and running yet but maybe it will be by the time this episode actually airs one can only hope and that's for people who are looking to give a gift of never not funny to someone else they want if they don't know anyone in, that, that wants it but they want to find someone on the internet who w- might want it um correct it it, it is a, almost like a matchmaking yeah. Uh, situation uh there is uh, also uh, is, uh, somebody mentioned to me uh well, if anybody's listening today, they're already in the platinum. That may be true, but they maybe they just lost their job, or maybe their finances are not going to be as great uh-huh. moving forward. Sure. Uh, there's no shame in reaching out to these folks that are uh, right. Uh, people that there are people that want to gift this show. Yes, right. and if you are already a listener and you're like, you know what, I do love this show. I do love getting the all the uh, the bonuses and so on, but I don't have the extra money. There are folks there for you to assist you. So mm-hmm. head over to that gift NNF. And uh, hopefully that website will be up and moving. And uh, I believe the only person that will know any of your information will be the person who's gifting it because they have to in order to gift it to you. Right. Uh, but we certainly won't. We will not know. Other people will not know. So it's not like throwing your name out on uh, the uh, the message boards and so oh, right, on. Fair enough. And when we say information, it's really just an email. So you could you could create an email account just yeah. for your subscription. Sure. I, I feel like I should say this, that for Subtoberfest and for the pins... It's new subscribers who uh, qualify right. for that. So if you're giving a gift, it has to be to a new subscriber. That doesn't mean, though, that if you're a current subscriber and fit everything that Jimmy said, that pe- somebody might not want to uh, assist you. So That right. is correct. So so that is out there. And uh, so uh, take care of that if that is uh, uh, what you need to get uh, taken care of. Summon the ghost. Summon the ghost. We are currently at uh, getting another very important phone call. I don't know that, mess, that, that phone. Let's take this break. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll be back with Andy Daly right after this. Hey gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Jimmy Pardo's hosting Pop Culture at the UCB Theater on the 13th of January. Guests not announced yet, but get your tickets. They're always great. Oh, go ahead. Sarah Silverman. Al Madrigal. Blaine Capatch. Jesus. I mean, how are you not going to go to that? You, you won't not go to it. You will go to it and enjoy it. And then Jimmy's going to be on Wendy Liebman's show at Flappers Comedy. Uh, that is on the 17th of January. Flapperscomedy.com for tickets to that. And I think Eddie Pepitone and Kira Soltanovich are on that show. It's going to be a great show. Great lineup in Burbank there. So check that out. Um, on the 28th, Jimmy and I will be going to San Francisco doing Sketch Fest on Sunday the 28th. Uh, matinee show, 3 p.m. with our special guest, Janet Varney. Go to sfsketchfest.com for tickets to that. And finally, uh, check out uh, Elliot's Improv. He's doing uh, Improvised Sondheim on the 21st of January. Go to improtheater.com for tickets to that and more info on where to go and all that good stuff. And enjoy. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earnings there if you got a last-minute uh, uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other – are you at the – 
wild animal vet? No, he could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where Earnin jumps in. Yes. Uh, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let them know who sent you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max see earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now uh listen this is you you know this uh, belknap and and hokeberg and myself we love the factor meals in fact garen cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently yeah he's into it i we, mean who wouldn't like it and once you try it you go hey this is good stuff once you factor you can't go back there yeah it's like that old yo gabba gabba song try it you'll like it i never was on board with yo gabba gabba <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor in the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 33I of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. We welcome you in. I got a very important phone call right there at the tail end of that first uh, segment. Uh, so much like I had to leave the room. And then I got uh, some information. I wrote that down on a piece of paper, and I will then follow up on that. I have to take this call, guys. Wow. No, that that's, is, that's someone's that's calling. We told Don't them. call us now, you <laughs> dickheads. I will take the phone off the hook if I have to. You know, we told, we said, we'll tell you when to call, you yeah. goddamn it. <laughs> 
They jumped the gun. They thought we were about to do it. Oh, maybe that was Joey Beatty testing it for us. No, we're not. We're not testing. We're not testing. We already tested. Yeah. I, you know what? F- no fucking phone calls today now. No, Jimmy. <laughs> oh. One bad apple. The whole bunch. Oh, Jimmy. The whole bunch now. Don't punish everyone for we'll one see. man's mistake. All right, I'm going to tell you this. If it rings again, then no fucking phone calls. Oh, Jesus. wow. Man. I'm running a tight ship. Gauntlet. I'm running a tight ship over I there. worked so hard to set up this new phone system. I will be very disappointed. <laughs> not today. <laughs> well, we'll do it another day, because if it rings again before I say so, uh, we are not... T- why, why are you up and moving? I know, but you scare me when you're up and moving. <laughs> but you're on a need to take calls basis today um i over here yeah i made yes right. at, at any given time there could be a, a very important phone call that comes in andy mm-hmm. uh but andy what we started before you uh, got here was oh, we yeah. do this new segment uh where uh, i'm doing an experiment where i'm reading the top 20 of a certain year from the 80s okay to see how long those songs have stayed with us uh, so far 1985 is in the uh, is in the number one in the clubhouse uh, i believe 19 to the 20 uh, were basically remembered. So the game is he reads the name of the song and then we all, if you know it, you buzz in and say what the artist was. If you don't remember the artist's name, you can just sing it or hum it. Okay. That's enough to prove that, yes, I do remember yeah. that the song existed. Great. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is, again, 1988 is this is the year we're going. And we're, we're bouncing back and forth. We've done 80, uh, we started in 85, then went to 89, then to 81, maybe? One. Sounds like you're not going in numerical order. No, I'm, I'm bouncing <laughs> okay. back and forth for this reason. Uh, he knows the late 80s more than the early 80s, so I thought some weeks should... Uh, I'm a young man. Have sure. some... some <laughs> response to it yes as opposed to nope nope right yeah. nope nope and garen <laughs> cougar garen's even younger than me so like he really doesn't know the early stuff probably no but well, you but you were it seems like i barely know the late stuff <laughs> you were nine year, you were nine years old at the end of the 80s right yeah so. what about your hot young haircut that you got going on over there do you think that might have it some might. answers it's more 90s it is more, more 90s, 90s. Yeah. that's very uh i don't know i feel like party five-ish dude you yeah. could guess sean cassidy with that haircut and be real uh it's got a, a 70s solid. vibe as well yeah. i agree yeah. uh all right here we go number 20 another lover anybody another lover oh god i bet you i know you it. know the song yeah i can't I, sing it for you i, I can it's like i, I want to sing brand new lover which is a different song oh that might be what I'm. all right elliot's just to say <laughs> something uh, oh, oh, hang on, Andy. Elliot did get in before All you. Right. Uh, Jody Watley? Uh, no, that is our. Uh, that is um, another song. Okay. But Andy, uh, we forgot to tell you, buzz in with your name. So to say Andy. Andy Daly. Oh, hi, Andy. Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton's <laughs> didn't correct answer. What? Interesting. No, it's not It's not Eric Clapton. Another Looking for lover. another lover. Oh. Hoping for a found to do found for another. Wow. For another lover. I mean, I like that. She's you... waiting. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's, <laughs> that's called. That's what it's called. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver and I, by the way, speaking of Eric Clapton, because uh, we, uh, you know, he's a racist and an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just went through his, uh, uh, my playlist, my Eric Clapton playlist mm-hmm. about, uh, it's like, Oliver's like, Dad, I hate the fact that he's such a, he didn't say asshole, but I, that he's such a horrible guy that we can't listen. He goes, but you know what? Maybe he doesn't have that many songs I like anyway. So we went through my playlist and he goes, oh, damn it. I like all those songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a tough uh, one. It is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Whereas t- like Ted Nugent, he goes, Dad, I, I don't like Ted Nugent. So I'm glad that, you know, I don't have to worry about him being an yeah. asshole. Yeah. And he said, name one good Ted Nugent song. And I said, Stranglehold. He goes, I don't even know that one. I I've said, never been called upon to boycott something that I, did, that I cared about. You know what I mean? I don't care about Chick Fil A. <laughs> so wait, so you so you don't go there anyway? You, you're yeah. not going to eat a goddamn fried chicken sandwich. What do you mean, never? For like never. Really? That, that I'm Pope, a grown up man. That Popeyes one is delicious. I'm not going to have that. You don't eat a fried chicken sandwich? Absolutely not. 
Wait, you live what are you in, talking? You're you here live with in Glendale, right? Oreos. Glendale, that's right. You live near Gus's chicken, which is really good. I've never heard of it, and I'm never going to check it go. out. No. You don't like chicken. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like chain restaurants of any kind. Well, that's what Gus's is not a chain. It's not that's of right. any kind. That's right. Interesting. So, how many locations uh, disqualified? This comes up all the time. It's, <laughs> <laughs> if it's five or under, You're I'll check okay. it out. Oh, it's all, all right. Because right. there are a lot of. LA area thing Mendocino that, Farms type of situation now they might have over five they but might have I still feel like they have a that's yeah. a chain to me yeah mm, but it's, it's a regional chain it's good <laughs> oh you you got your own rules that you bend to fit your needs <laughs> what about um Paquito Mas I'm not gonna go to Paquito Mas it's no good no. where well, do you go for your fast Mexican food then I don't have I take my Mexican food nice and slow <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my dear you Lord. don't chain it up at all no I'm you're not. out shopping for christmas and then uh, there's mcdonald's you don't go there just for a quick sandwich. i'll go to mcdonald's if i'm in an airport that's it that's the only time i'll go to, and then i'll have a filet of fish sandwich oh, oh god, god. <laughs> the worst i'll scrape off most of the tartar sauce oh that's the only reason to get that sandwich is the tartar it's sauce too it does, much on there and does all the heavy lifting to, <laughs> to conceal the awfulness of the sandwich I mean, I gotta, I gotta do this. I looked mm. up Mendocino Farms just to see. Oh, great! Yeah. And you thought it was like somewhere in the neighborhood of five? Yes, I did. It's sixty. Really? 60? Yeah. So they're all over the state, or do they're they... California, Texas, oh, and Washington oh. State in Seattle. Really? Yeah, there's two in Seattle. Well, good for them. I do agree. Good for them. I'm good for them. You it. can't eat there anymore. No, no, it's sixty or under. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we you found know, the line. You know what? You might be safe in that case then of the, your Popeyes and yeah, 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 uh, and your other spots. No, those are, those are more than sixty. Got to. Oh, there's no question. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're yeah, saying okay, you're, good. You, Thank your you. new rule of sixty. Oh, or less. I see. That'll work yeah. for me. Yeah, I think it will. But okay, you've good. opened the door to a lot of other things. You think which you may or may not. Be I'm a little worried. In. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So you're. Uh, so nobody got that one. Yeah, this is going to drive me crazy when you say it. No, you won't. The the band is called Giant Steps. Never heard. And that doesn't help you in any way, shape, or form. I want to no. hear it. But if you hear the song. I feel like if I heard it, I would know it. Um, if you. Uh, oh, I was thinking. I'm thinking of a new There's love. also the. Uh-huh. Yeah. Want to be my lover. Also not them. That's uh, another song that sounds similar. My typing Title put it in another liver. And that's not going to turn <laughs> up any song in any way, shape, or form. Uh, okay. Uh, You'll end up on a surgeon's table. Well, this is interesting. Thank you, Johnny. You'll end up on a surgeon's table. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, search. All right, I'm having a tough time finding this thing. It, it, we heard it the other day in the car. Oh, wow. And I was like, I know this song, but I couldn't tell you who did this for a million dollars. And then they said, Giant Steps. And I went, no, I still know. Was that one of One-Eyed Willie's treasures on 80s on 8? I don't know about it, One-Eyed Willie. You know, they, every time they do that thing where they, they claim that they're, we're about to play a real uh, hidden gem, you don't remember yeah. this song. Mm-hmm. And then it's just you know, modern English, like one of their big hits. And you're like, no, this is very popular. But uh, yeah, they always play clips from the Goonies leading into that. Yes, they segment. do. You're right. And um, uh, okay, now here's the problem. Okay, here's Giant Steps. And let's see if now I could find this. And you know what it does? It brings me to an album by John Coltrane. This song is not on Apple Music. Whoa. Wow. Wait, let, me here check, we go. let me check Spotify. Finally here. Oh, this is it? How'd you find it? Where'd you find it, Karen? You, you or did. Elliot? Oh, on YouTube. YouTube. Are you watching the video? Is it good? It's a, <laughs> Describe it. It's an album cover. Yeah. Mondrian style. Right, but this sounds like every song from 1988. Oh, another lover. Right? You know this song. About you. About me. Yeah. 
Another lover. It's not ringing All right, shut it off. We got it. All right, here we go. Number 19, I'll Always Love You. I'll Always Elliot. Love You. Uh, Elliot, oh, Elliot got no. it first. Whitney Houston, by the way. No, you're it. wrong. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Also wrong, then. I would also say Whitney Houston. <laughs> Still wrong. Really? And mispronounced. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Garen, any 90s. guesses? What about your hair? You got two guesses over there. Well, it's not Dolly, because that... That no, but it's, it's not, not Dolly. It's, it's the it's wrong not, title. I will always love you. It's I'll always love and you. And not in 1988. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. The problem here is the, the title is throwing us, even though we might know the song. Mm. Taylor Dane. Yeah. Oh. Taylor Dane. I'll always love you. Yeah. All right, we know that one. Great Taylor Dane. I don't know. That one. You know, well, my rendition might not have been great. <laughs> I disagree. I've got show business on the line. They're signing you to a recording oh contract. God. Based on that, wow. I will see you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here we go. Desire. Matt. Yeah. Matt. You too. You too. Correct answer. Yes, yes. And he also knew it. Mm-hmm. Did you know it? Mm-hmm. What about you and your hair? I know the song. I, I knew it when he said it was Desire. From Rattle and Hum, I believe. Uh, All right, here we go. This, this one's easy, so this is going to be a quick to the buzzer. You ready? Mm-hmm. Don't worry, be happy. Matt. Elliot. Andy. I got to go with Matt. Damn it. That's Bobby McFerrin. Yeah. That's the correct answer. I'm the only one who should have gotten that one. Why? Because you're Kay. the only one that likes it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw him at a restaurant when I was a kid. I saw him at Rice Hall oh. in a oh. concert. Congratulations. One of the few concerts I've gone to. Well, oh, I saw him open for Robin Williams before oh, he was fun. famous. Wow. Yeah, in 1985, Robin Williams brought him on tour because he was like, this guy's interesting. And mm. it's not really comedy, but people thought it was because yeah. it's weird. Mm. And they were going to a comedy show, so <laughs> you would be forgiven assumed, to yeah. assume it was All funny. right. Matt, you and I are the greatest uh, pedants in the room. Yeah. When you, went to, when you saw Bobby McFerrin, did you intend to see Bobby McFerrin? Oh, good Christ. Of course not. What the fuck are you doing here? Because I, I specifically wanted to go see him. But I saw the, him with before you knew who he was. Yeah, he's he, better than you. You didn't and, know he existed, and, and never, I already saw him and, live. And then you never went again. No. Yeah. <laughs> no interest. And you know why? Because it's awful. Voicestra, <laughs> or Voicestra, I never knew how to pronounce it, uh, was great. It was fun. It was, it was, it was basically nine Bobby McFerrins. That's nine too many, by my count. <laughs> I don't need Did that you enjoy, the show? Did you enjoy his, his performance? I remember... Laughing and oh, thinking it was left. cool and weird and interesting. Yeah. yeah. Once again, that's supposed to be funny. I was a 10 year old kid. Uh, yeah, they enjoyed, right? He just slaps his fucking knee. Sound <laughs> out of it. Uh, all right. So there we go. Bottom line, guys, I know there's a lot of stress in here, but uh, I'm going to beg of you. Don't worry. Let's be happy. <laughs> all right. There we go. All right. Here we go. Number 16, Chains of Love. Chains of Love. Matt. Yeah, Matt. That is Donny Osmond? It's not. Oh, wow. Shit. You're thinking of Soldier of Love Soldier from 1989. Love. Yeah, I am. Oh my God. I guarantee we're going to know, know this. this. I do know this song, though. I will tell you, this is uh, this is this person's second outfit, because the, the first one was the dissolved, because the uh, the other person Break left to be a solo artist. these of love. Don't give well, you know, up. That's I know it. Don't give, give up. up. You know it. That, again, that's the game. Together we'll be my baby breaking chains of love. Erasure? It's Erasure. What? Nice. It's nice. Erasure. Job. All right, I'm going to give everybody gets that one. Sure. Yeah. Not me. Wow. Not you. Don't even know. The thing about this game is it's not about who's, you, for your purposes, you don't care who gets it. You just want to know if no one knows it or if someone that's knows right. it. That's so, right. And so far, the only one nobody knew was, uh, I mean, we all knew another lover, actually. We just didn't know. So far, everybody's in. We didn't know it by name. All right, here we go. Hands on buzzers. This one's going to be quick. Yeah. Uh, bad medicine. Matt. Darren. It's Matt again. That's Bon Jovi. That's our boy Johnny B. Mm. All right, here we go. Next one. True love. True love. I don't. Elliot? I don't see anybody getting this one. To be honest, that's a Madonna? tricky. This song sucks. Madonna. It no. sounds familiar, but it's such a generic title. I'll give you a hint. I sold this when I worked for MCA Records. This was one of the uh, does, albums that I was uh, peddling. Oh, true. Love. And it blows. Is it a female? No. 
It's a, no. Is it a band? It's a gentleman. It's a, ma- solo, a solo A solo album from a guy from one of the biggest bands in music history. A, so, a guy who went solo from out of a bad, huge band. That is correct. Paul McCartney? No, but uh, you're close Ooh. to that type of concept. <laughs> Was it? Robert Plant? Uh, no. Although I, I would recommend everybody that uh, last night, or is it two nights ago, uh, Andy Taylor, formerly of Duran Duran, who, although Andy is on the new Duran Duran album, uh, he is uh, recovering from cancer and may or may not, uh, he thought he was going to be dead already. So oh, he's, wow, right. uh, he's living longer than he thought. Oh, good for him. For, uh, at a charity event for cancer last night or the night before, uh, somebody bid or whatever money or paid enough money to have Robert Plant sing Stairway to Heaven yeah. with Andy Taylor. And I would recommend you find that video because, yet, of course, Robert Plant at 80 years old cannot hit the notes, mm-hmm. but it still fucking gives you chills. It's great. Wow. It's That's great. Cool. It's right. worth so, finding it. I saw that and didn't click on it, and now I'm wondering. I, re- I recommend you. Uh, yeah. okay. it, All right. It, it, look, it's again, it's not 1972, but it's great. Do you listen to Robert Plant's podcast? <laughs> I what? don't. I do. Give us some huh. insight. It's great. It's uh, it's called Digging Deep with Robert Plant. Yes. And it's Robert Plant in conversations with a sycophantic British guy <laughs> who uh, is really familiar with his career. Yes. All the nooks and crannies of it. And Robert doesn't really particularly want to talk about Led Zeppelin. He's had a long, varied career. And he'll, he just, uh, the one guy compliments and asks uh, questions. And Robert Plant doesn't, he doesn't smell a rat. He just, <laughs> just figures this is how everyone feels about me. And. And that's it. The two of them just chat. <laughs> Each episode focuses on a song from Robert Plant's hmm. career. Be it Zeppelin, be it solo, be it part of the... Uh, Alison Krauss. Right. So we, he will, do, he, even though he's not interested, he will do the Zeppelin. There has been, I believe, one Zeppelin song. Oh, wow. How many episodes have they done? Um, they're 30 or so. Okay. Boy, that's a lot of talk about Big Log. It's <laughs> a lot of... Uh, I mean, the longer it goes, the more likely they're going to have to do Zeppelin. They're going to run. Eventually, they would run out of other things to talk about. You would think. I see Robert Plant recording more music so he doesn't have to. (laughs) That's the only reason he's putting out new music. (laughs) Each episode begins with a a pre-recorded sort of uh, Robert Plant waxing poetic about the process of making music. And it's. uh, How long is it each episode? Uh, not too long, twenty minutes. I'm so. in. I All like right. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, by the way, I, I follow somebody on Twitter, some ultimate classic rocker. Somebody will post uh, photos of uh, classic rock people, and mm. today a photograph was, uh, and it said Peter Frampton, Robert Plant, and um, Tony Iommi uh, in an airport, mm-hmm. and the re- and the and it, the response to it was from Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton, that's not me, but would have loved to have been there. Oh, <laughs> I'm, wow. I'm paraphrasing something yeah, like that, yeah. but and it's clearly not. Peter Frampton. <laughs> but could you imagine you're in the airport and you turn the corner and there's Robert Plant, Robert Plant alone. Right. Yeah. But there's Robert Plant and Tony Iommi of Black Sabbath talking to each other and you're just there with your pulled c- right. luggage. Yeah. Because they just ran into each other. They didn't, they are not traveling that together. That is correct. Right. So mm. it, the, the likelihood of that meeting happening anywhere yes. is low and then you're witnessing it yeah they both by the way uh robert plant is he, he's looking at something he's got his little reading glasses down <laughs> at the bottom of his nose oh and it's just you know <laughs> to think that at one time he had abs for days mm-hmm. <laughs> elliot yes i have two guesses on what? what simon lebon or robert palmer oh, oh. no and no okay, thank you for getting us back to the game uh glenn fry oh glenn fry, true love the song sucks 
And there's a, no shame in not knowing it because it, it, it. It, 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 it blows. <laughs> okay. That whole album. I'd like stunk. to go back and listen to see if I recognize it by if I heard it, if what I recognize. It. Mm. But I, I don't recognize the title. Somebody will else will have to pull that up. No, we don't have to do it now. Uh, all right, here we go. Here's an easy one. Uh, maybe For, uh, forever young. Elliot Forever Young. Elliot Rod Stewart. Yes, yes, sir. Oh, Rod yeah. Stewart. That's Correct answer. Because there's a like a few songs called Forever there's, Young. There's the That's famous one. Bob Dylan one. Yeah, that yeah. everybody covered. Right. And then there's uh, that other one. And then the one by is it? It's not Yazoo. It's no, it's oh. by. Um, but it's like that. Really Alphaville Forever. Alphaville. 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 Mm-hmm. That's a great song. If, mm-hmm. you, if you like the eighties. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. One moment in time. Elliot. Master. Yes, Elliot. Mm-hmm. Whitney Houston. That is Whitney Houston. One moment in time. I got two. You're, this is the best you've ever done. It's the best I've ever done. All right, here we go. Hands Whitney up, Houston others. is on the charts twice. Well, the first no, one wasn't. That other one wasn't. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Only once so far, Andy. Hmm? No, I said it was her before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were wrong. It was not, you you it was were not. wrong. It wasn't her. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, never tear us apart. Oh, Matt. Matt. I got to go with Elliot again. Yeah. Uh, in excess. In excess. Correct oh, answer. I like that song. That's a great song. That yeah. is. That was a hit for a long time. That's a great song. Elliot mm. is really getting in 1988. Mm. Wow, that's you crazy did. business. This is your year. What was going on with you that year? Uh, I was graduating high school. Okay. All right, here we go. Now this is. Uh, th- there's been a lot of covers of this one, but this is the 1988 mm. version. The locomotion. Matt. Yes, Matt. That woman's name. Yeah. Was. It is a woman. Oh, I. And everybody knows it. So Kylie, I know everybody Kylie knows Minogue. It. Kylie oh, Minogue. Oh, yep. nice. That's a correct answer. Kylie Minogue and Taylor Dane are on the charts. That's right, 88. Big what year. a time, wow. what a time. Wow. All right, here we go. Uh, this is a another cover, mm. and it sucks, in my opinion, but it's a band that I love. Don't Be Cruel. Matt. Matt. I got Matt and Andy. Yeah. Cheap trick. That is the correct answer. Yes, uh, that, but Andy knew it. Elliot yeah, I know knew song. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Garen, you're standing by. Version. Here's a confusing thing that might come up later in this chart. Bobby Brown also, also had a song called Don't Be Cruel. Not a cover. Mm. Not a cover, an original song, and I predict it will be on this list. There's a good chance. Uh, all right, that was number nine. Mm-hmm. At number eight is a song called Don't Be Cruel. Matt Elliott. <laughs> yes, Matt. Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. <laughs> back to back. Yeah. That's almost as crazy as Whitney Houston having two songs. <laughs> Again, she doesn't. Uh, here's the beauty of that. Cheap Trick, by the way, they dropped from number four to number nine. That song went top five, their version of that. Mm. And Bobby Brown is uh, uh, is rising, but second week on the charts at number eight. But we know it goes higher. He yeah, must yeah. have gone. That must have gone number one, the Bobby Brown one. If like not, it. it was certainly number right. two. Top five, anyway. Don't look it up yet. Hey, you guys. know, he was married to Whitney Houston. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Again, interesting? But, but just the one time on the Ro- chart. Robert Brown you're talking also, about. So somehow the, the, per, the pronunciation has <laughs> left you, <laughs> slipped away from you. Uh, here we go. Uh, don't you know what the night can do? Oh. That's familiar. You can oh. sing it. I'll, it's a ballad. Don't you know what the night can That's do? That's it. Oh. So you know don't it. Don't you know what the night can do? It's like, you know, it's some... Um, I do a joke ass. in my act about this, gentlemen. You do? Yeah. Oh, Billy Ocean? I'll just give it to you. I'll just do my, I'll do my joke. You ready? Oh, great. Hold on. I want to make one guess that's wrong. Go ahead. I want to guess Al Jarreau. That is incorrect. And I said Billy Ocean. Okay. What's that guy who has the, the Iranian oh, wait. fan base? It is not him. It is not Christopher. Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the same. This isn't the song about Marvin Gaye, is it? It is not. Marvin. What is that? Oh, no, that's, that's, uh, that's Night Commodores. Night Shift. Right. Night Shift. Uh, this is right out of my act. I, uh, boy, I, I, I came in from the airport. I got my rental car. Came in from the airport. I finally got here. Uh, you know what? You know what I hate the most about traffic? Steve, Steve Winwood. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see Steve Winwood unless he's playing a woodwind. <laughs> that would be the tag on that. And then I apologize because I actually like Steve Winwood. I, I yeah. then apologize to the audience for that joke, but the joke's worth it. Well, you yes. should apologize to Steve Winwood. They... I will if I ever have the opportunity. Okay. 
just tell tell him I've been making money by shitting on you. Have I? <laughs> uh, <laughs> people, people come to hear that traffic jam. Is that why they're coming? Uh, uh, all right, here we go. Uh, this one's easy. Hands on buzzers. Very easy. Number six. Up from number 16, Kokomo. Elliot. That's Elliot. And Beach Boys. Oh, we all know it. That's, all, right, Beach Boys. all right, next one. Here we go. Uh, see if you can know who the band is on this. Wild Wild West. Matt. Andy. Yeah, Matt. Okay. Uh, Timbuk3? No. Oh, oh dang it. Oh, I, we all know this song. No, we know this song. Know. We know wild, 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 wild. The 90s living in the Wild Wild West. Oh, it's... Oh, I, I, oh, I, I'm so close, but I can't pull it. The Escape Club. Oh, there my God. God. Fun fact about that song. Oh. It broke the record for most sound effects in a song. Is that true? Really? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> but if you listen to that song, it's all like... Like, there's just crazy noises that are not instruments. They're just noises. That's how the club does it. <laughs> I had MTV at that time, and MTV just... Every once in a while, they just decided, this is it. Yeah. yeah. We are pushing this one and, and they play this one to death constantly. and it's usually a band that you never hear from again when yeah. they do that yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what became of them all right here's your next one again hands up buzzers gonna be easy love bites matt yeah matt that's def leppard that is def leppard oh, wow love bites. Boy, from a sucks. from an album that i think came out almost two years earlier yeah this it, was like that the seventh they, single. they wrote that uh that album because it started no, with 87 i think it came out in 87 okay but that's still a year it's and a like, half yeah, later pour some sugar on me was on there mm-hmm. and uh Armageddon it. It's crazy. I should know. I was 17 years old. I should know these things. Yeah, but if you don't like Def Leppard, you don't like Def Leppard. There's no shame. Okay. No, but I have... I'm surprised at how little I know about the top 20 charts of 1988. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Probably means you were a little bit cooler than us. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were listening to the college rock or something. Yeah, yeah. We're to the top three now. Here's your top three. Number three, what's on your mind? Parenthetical, pure energy. I know. Yes, Andy. Andy. Uh, the Information Society. That's a correct answer. Wow. That's a great bow, answer. Bow, bow, we all know bow, it. I love that song. That is a really good song. Mm-hmm. I'll take your word I for it. I'm surprised that an Andy Daly likes that. Oh, he loves it. He I loves love Jethro Tull and Information Society. Those are his <laughs> two. The most obvious pairing. I mean, they toured together for years, as sure we know. They did. I thought about you this week, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you why, as I tell do me. every week. You know that. Oh, of course. Uh, but uh, the same place where I get, uh, that I uh, get these charts, they will then go, uh, if you don't like the Hot 100, here's what was happening on the Rock Chart this week mm-hmm. and at number 18 this week what song was at number 18 of the rock charts of uh, what year oh, of 1988 uh, of either this year i believe it was idiot steel yeah. monkey steel monkey <laughs> <laughs> yeah steel monkey you know my name <laughs> an album that we very much disagree on i love it crest of an ave you love it i Not love it me. she said she this was is, a you're dancer talking, this is jethro tell you're talking about oh, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. okay all right there we go no, number two <clears throat> Uh, Elliot doing very well, Andy yeah. doing well, Matt doing well. Uh, I'm going to go back to our last episode. Uh, Garen getting pickled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> getting pickled. Yeah. Uh, maybe this will change it. Hands on buzzers. This one's easy. Red, red wine. Matt, Elliot. Andy. I got to go with Matt. You be 40. We be number one. We be number one. Number two this week. <laughs> uh, it's tell, down from number one. Tell Andy the story because uh, I'll hear it. On Neil Diamond's live album, mm. uh, you know Neil Diamond wrote Red Red Wine and had oh, a hit yeah. with it earlier in his career, mm. uh, but with uh, but it went to number one with UB40. So when uh, uh, Neil Diamond, I saw him do this live as well at the Forum. Uh, when he gets into that rap part, mm. right, you make me feel so oh. blah, blah blah, and then he ends it with uh, again, this is Neil Diamond mm. rapping <laughs> sure. and then saying, "With UB40, we be number one." Oh, <laughs> Red Red Wine. <laughs> Yeah, it uh, it makes you very uncomfortable. 
<laughs> but you love old white guys rapping. Because I do. Yeah. Tom Jones. I do love Tom Jones. I guess uh, he was a young man when George Michael did the Wham rap. But he was very young. He was 17, 16, 17 years yeah. old. Wham rap. Very young. Too young to know, the, to know better. No, sir. That rap was very popular, and he, uh, he was uh, just trying to get by like anybody else. <laughs> Uh, all right, here we go. Number one. By the way, 1988 proven to be very sixty, just very like good. 85. Yeah. Very, yes. su- very, yes. very. We all know these mm. songs. Here we go. Number one. This is another cover. Mm. Another yeah, cover. Yeah, Groovy kind of love. I got nah. it. Andy. Andy knows it's Phil Collins. It is Phil Collins. Yeah, yeah, very good. There we go. Oh, I, I don't know if I realized right, so, that was a cover. So I think we knew all of them except maybe the Taylor Dane one. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. I know it. I just didn't know it by title. I don't title. know if you sang it right. Wait, what was the title again? Let me hear it again. Let Another me hear you sing it. I'll, uh, I'll always love you for all that you are. Yeah, that's it. Oh. You got it. Okay. You have made my life, life complete. complete. Yeah, you know it. You're my lucky star. There we go. Uh, so 20 for 20, guys. Yeah. Well, did, wow. we, did we all know the uh, the Winwood? I'm not sure I know all, it. You knew it? Okay. Yeah, I, I, knew I, it. I don't think I oh, knew yeah, it. And it, I, for some love, reason, no, didn't no, no, know no. the Def Leppard. Oh, wait. Song. Oh wait, no. What? Which one was True Love? I don't think I. That know was that Steve Winwood. Oh no, Glenn you're right. Fry. We're 19 yeah. for 20. We did not know the Glenn Fry song. I don't know. Oh, the Glenn oh, Fry song. oh, that's what. Did I anybody pull say. that up? That uh, I got it on my phone, sadly. And who? That was Glenn Fry. <laughs> yeah, Glenn Fry. I mean, again, like it, it must have come through my ears at some point. Glenn Fry. Uh, I, I, I I know he had some good stuff with the Eagles, but boy, as a solo artist, he just sucked. Mm. He's just a just a fucking bore. <laughs> Although I like the heat is on. I know that song sucks, but I like it. Mm. Uh, and also Smuggler's Blues, agree. I, I know it sucks, but I like it. <laughs> Those are the, maybe the only two I know. The one you than... love, you would probably know that he had a hit with that. Party Town sucks. Oh, Sexy Party. Girl sucks. Jesus Christ, the sexy. <laughs> this is true love. This is true love. Mm. It's already sounding familiar to me, but maybe I just didn't know it was Glenn Fry. Irresistible, this song. <laughs> I may be turning around at this song, guys. <laughs> I, I made me more mad at Sexy Girl than this song, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it barely sounds like him. I kind of like this. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I may be, I, there may have been too much rage at this song. <laughs> I need to go watch a couple of 80s comedies. Oh. Like, I got to hear the chorus. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right. One verse, then chorus, Glenn, please. Yeah. But be snappy with it. We don't have all the time in the world. <laughs> Here it comes. Yeah, I know this song. True love. Oh, yeah. I do know this. It is utterly, utterly forgettable. Yeah, it's so straight ahead, those rhymes. Get ready for this piece of shit. Feels like it must have been in a soundtrack for Absolutely. As all Glenn Fry songs do. All right, get ready for this. Is this Sexy Girl? This is junk. Oh, a story song. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when he spins a yarn. (laughs) This is one where I do want you to hear the chorus. He says, what a neighbor. (laughs) Thanks for the favor. I do recognize this. This is so, so vaguely familiar. I probably blocked it out because when... 
when adults when i was a kid and if an adult used the word sexy it made me very uncomfortable yeah, it made you uncomfortable <laughs> yeah i just didn't like it just, you only like to hear it from other children <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> this is this is child stuff do not <laughs> this is not for you that andy one. you were talking about uh, uh, bobby plant uh getting into the nooks and crannies about uh, his mm. music on his podcast mm. uh you do the same thing with the television show bonanza true enough uh, bananas for bonanza <laughs> uh-huh. bananas for bonanza my son today uh he needs a haircut his words not mine mm-hmm. uh so he's wearing a ball cap to school today and he's wearing his bananas for bonanza hat oh my god that he wears wow. on a, a very regular basis that is fantastic he loves it he's allowed to wear a hat at school i don't think my kids are allowed i to believe they may need to take it off in the classroom okay. but to and fro they are allowed right. to wear hats yeah. hmm. um they're also allowed to use their phones in the middle of the class that's crazy that seems yeah. to go teacher to teacher some teachers, oh, yeah. you know, it seems to be, Mike, because I'm curious about that. Your kids are in middle and elementary at this point. No, right? um, high school oh. and, and middle. elementary, middle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because my son is in middle and no phones. Mm. Very, But I think, yeah, I think at high school it's a little looser because I get messages from my daughter. Uh, I get messages from Oliver as well. One teacher at the Let's Meet the Teacher Night, whatever that's called. Back to school night. Back to school night. Thank mm-hmm. you, sir. Uh, she basically just said... I'm not getting paid enough to babysit. I mm. tell them once, get off your phone. If they don't listen, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you don't want to listen to, you don't want to be taught. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach. I respect mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and she's like, I'm not gonna, and they're like, you know what? Good for you because yeah, you would spend most of your sh- of your hour mm-hmm. telling people to get off, get off your phone, yeah. get off your phone, gotta get off your phone. I know my high school has at least one teacher who who's collects all the phones. Wait, at the beginning. What? My high schooler has at least really? one teacher who collects all the phones uh, at the beginning of the class. Is the teacher Dave Chappelle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this teacher's like, I'm working on new material here. I'm going to say some really offensive <laughs> shit, but I don't want to record it. And then, yeah, inappropriate stuff is caught for an hour. Uh, well, uh, uh, a sophomore in high school. My child? Yes. No, that, a junior. Oh, junior, same as Oliver. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is. That's right. They were. I apologize. They were yeah. the same year. Yeah. Yeah. Zoe's a sophomore. Yes. So a junior. Now, are you, Andy? Mm. We are currently in the mm. process. We are touring colleges. Yeah, we've done a little of that. We have. Yes, we have. There's a lot of them. Did you know that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so many that it's weird how hard some of them are to get into when there are other places to go. That's yeah. always my feeling. Like, why not... Just look around a bit, see what's uh, maybe not as popular. Like, just find the hip new thing that hasn't caught on yet. Oh yeah, and then you won't have as much trouble well, that's getting not a bad in. Idea. The hip new college. Yeah. Uh, uh, how many of you, have, have you gone? Have you gone out of state yet? Yeah, well, uh, you have. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Uh, my wife is from Chicago. Yes. Carrie's from Chicago. She she wanted to do a trip to Chicago anyway and made it a theater going college visiting week long trip to Chicago. All right, so they went to Northwestern. They did. Yes. And then what theater did they see? Oh, oh, they saw uh, the the um, SpongeBob musical. Somebody was doing the SpongeBob, which I hear is nothing I've but joy. Great, I yeah. loved it. Yeah, I loved it so much. Cool. I and other things. I don't can't remember what else. Oh, they saw some improv. Oh, they saw some cool improv group, and then they awesome. saw. Yeah, yeah. Do you think afterwards they go up and they go, "My dad's Andy Day," <laughs> and then they go, "Oh, we're with royalty." With I, I royalty. did. I asked them to, and to, and then to tape. You know, <laughs> the just turn on the phone and yeah. say, "My dad's Andy Day." <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> I think they'd be very excited. I think it would be like when uh, somebody knows that I'm Walter Koenig's son, son-in-law, then they have a lot more interest in talking to me than, oh, yeah. they, than they did seconds earlier. Now, yeah. But Andy, you 
you were from Jersey. Mm-hmm. You did a, a lot of stuff in New York. You went to Chicago for a bit, but I never lived in Chicago. Never lived there. No, I never okay. did. Yeah. No. So you did. You weren't really part of that scene at all. You basically. Mm-hmm. You hooked up with some Chicago people in New York, like the UCB people. When I graduated college, I told everybody I was moving to Chicago. That was my intention. Mm. But then I never did. And then uh, after a few years, Chicago, everything that I had been reading about that was happening in Chicago came to New York. It did, right? The the Matts and and Amy and and Ian, they all went. UCB and then Conan brought a lot of Chicagoans in to the Conan show. And they were all around. And so... Mm -hmm. There was no reason to go there anymore. Yeah, but if you if you're back there visiting, you're going to see uh, Carrie's family. Mm-hmm. Do you have the opportunity to call up Second City and say I'm in town? I'd love to uh, hop up. Oh, uh, that I doubt it. Is that would work? <laughs> no, if I were the company of Second City and and somebody like me showed up, hey guys, I I wouldn't be into it. I'd be like, this is my you know I worked yeah. hard to get on this stage. Mm-hmm. This is my right time. Mm-hmm. But you're from television. Are you? You're getting yeah. from television. That's who the fuck you are. <laughs> It seems like a lot no. of people, even though you don't have an affiliation with Second right. City per se, a lot of those people would probably be thrilled to get to play with you. That's what I said. Well, maybe I'll test it this Thanksgiving <laughs> Do week. It. Oh, I'll be in Chicago the week of Thanksgiving. Thanks a lot, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just backfires completely. Yeah, what if they're like, we don't know who you are and we don't want you here. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would feel bad. We're 22. <laughs> Go away. Just grab. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, now, th- we talked about this before your arrival. It just came up organically. Because mm. uh, you're, you're kind of group of folks from uh, New York all seem to have been a part of Best week ever, or uh, I love the 80s, those things. Did you <laughs> yeah. do any of those? I did one of the. Okay, I was so mad at that whole concept because, yeah. you know, it didn't pay. Didn't pay, right. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm they considered sure. it an interview, like you're you're being interviewed. Uh. And I just, I really objected to that, but some manager of mine asked me, she was like, well, pilot season's coming up, it wouldn't hurt to have your face out there, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. And the one I did was called... It had cheese tastic in the title. Oh, it was like m- most cheese tastic moments of oh, what okay. of 90s cheese tastic. I don't know. Huh. And I was just like, I don't know what this means. And and then I was given all these things to react to. And I, for some reason, oh, you know what it was? It was that because I wasn't getting paid and I was being interviewed, I said, I'm not writing jokes. Right. I will just go in. I'm not even going to glance at these questions ahead of time. I will go in, you'll ask me a question, and I'll give you a sincere answer. And it was so not what they wanted. Yeah. And and even at some point, the woman off camera goes, what is cheese-tastic to you? Oh, fuck off. And I, <laughs> and I said... It was guttural. Oh, that's funny, because I actually... I, I was going to ask you, I have no idea what you mean by cheese-tastic. I don't even know what that means. What what does it mean? <laughs> no. They didn't... <clears throat> they used one moment. They did. Where I, I impersonated uh, Steve Irwin for like uh, 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Can you give us a little taste of that? <laughs> you have a bit of a Steve. You have Steve a Irwin. I, but, but, but I can't always get into my Australian accent. Okay, somebody's getting a very important text. I'm getting a very important text. Maybe Australia is telling us to stop doing that accent. It's your uh, manager saying, stop bad-mouthing cheese-tastic. They want Steve you back. Steve Irwin. <laughs> they want Crocodile hunter. <laughs> uh, when they were doing those here in town, mm. uh, both E and VH1 would do them. Mm. And I did a bunch. I did a... 80% of the ones I did were for E mm. and 20% for VH1. And also not getting money, but going, well, my face is on TV. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's getting out there. And it did work for some people. Like, you know, I think it helped Michael Ian Black. Yeah. Sir, and uh-huh. Christian Finnegan. Christian and, Finnegan. Yeah. Think, Paul Shear. I think right. some people they Paul, did. Paul Tompkins. Yeah. yeah. Some people they did and they started to pay eventually. Yes. Well, well what happened here yeah. locally was they said, uh, they kind of, it was one of those stupid comedy store improv things. 
You, Jimmy, you got to make a decision. Do you want to do E or do you want to do VH1? Mm-hmm. And because 80% of what I was doing was E, I went, I'll, do, I'll stick with E. And then the next day, VH1 goes, we're going to start paying. Oh. And I'm like, wah, wah. <laughs> And then. Uh, it also seemed like maybe they shot on both coasts, but it, VH1 felt like it was more New York comics. So they must have been doing. Well, Rachel Quaintance pretty- did a lot of VH1. Okay. And I, again, I did some, but it, yeah. it was mostly. New Yorkers. Yeah. And E was definitely here. That was the big office on Wilshire that they did everything. As a reminder, that's the most hate mail I ever received is when I, uh, (laughs) when it was Saturday Night Live, top 100 Saturday Night Live moments or whatever. And it was uh, Joe Piscopo doing Frank Sinatra. And I said, I prefer uh, Phil Hartman's uh, Frank Sinatra because he played him right. Uh, I played him as as what Frank was, a dumb Italian. (laughs) Oh, man. And oh, boy. First of all, they used it. Uh Uh-huh. And then... And I and I thought it was funny, you know, sure. it, and because it was like, oh, Joe Pisco, you know, I, I I asked the Sinatra family for permission before I did it, which seems like a lot of bullshit. Whereas, you know, Phil Hartman just did it like he was a dumb Italian, yeah. and it was, you know, was at the start of email even. Mm. So I would get all of a sudden fan club at jimmypardo.com like. Well, I got 50 emails this morning. I wonder what's going on. You asshole, how fucking dare you make fun of my heritage? You know, you're a fellow Italian. You should have more respect for Frank. Fuck it. Like, just then written, and then also written emails to Omnipop, my manager. Like, oh, Jimmy, got some mail here. Uh oh. Stack. Wow. You know, we're going to find you. You're going to be whacked up, whacked mob style. God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a fucking joke about a singer, you dickhead. Bizarre, but everything else was fine. Apparently, when I made fun of Chris Farley or whatever, that was. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about Frank Sinatra that people were like really, really like? Maybe it was his. He projected a vibe yes. of "I'm so important and serious. Like you have yeah. to respect me." And also violence. <clears throat> yeah, there's something. <laughs> even just his singing voice sounds like you're you, you're about yeah, to get punched. Something's gonna go down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we have you know our friend uh, Tom Dreesen opens for him. He still calls him Mr. Sinatra. Oh. Uh-huh. Carol Leifer opens for him. Still calls him Mr. Sinatra. Like that is. Yeah. You know, Piscopo won't stop fucking talking about him. <laughs> How, uh, how insecure was he that he just needed that level? Everyone had to kiss his ass. So yeah, we had a call Conan Mr. O'Brien around the studio. So, <laughs> I mean, I get it a little bit. That's not true. No. <laughs> no. But if I get if I get back on TV, I am going to make people call me Mr. Pardo. Mr. Pardo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Mr. Pardo. Well, hello, Tony. I assume Tony's going to work there. <laughs> right. You, so you're not going to call him Mr. No, I call There's everybody a, by the first name. I call them in the familiar, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and they and they show me the respect I deserve. Just mm. Reinforces the hierarchy of the situation. That's exactly right. That's why Conan failed. <laughs> he wow. should have. He should have. That's why. That's why he went off the air after thirty years. <laughs> you think people called uh, Johnny Carson Johnny around the? Oh, I bet you. They, no. I wonder. I don't think they did. No. Mr. Carson. Mr. Yeah, Carson. Right. Probably was Mr. Carson. Maybe Ed, Ed could call him Johnny. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Doc. Doc probably did. But everybody else, right? Probably Mr. Carson. Yeah. What about his producer? Right. Like, what about the like boss? Oh, that's Johnny. Yeah, they're right. like or John. They called him John. Oh, did they? That's what Ed McMahon called him, John. Hmm. I've read every book on this, and I think I would know this, but you know what? You know why I can't remember this right now? I can't remember it because why? Prevagen. I'm taking Prevagen to help my memory. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and we're trying to track how effective it is because we we did a unscientific thing in September. We marked down every time he couldn't think of something. Oh, when he wasn't taking it, and hmm. then he started taking it in October, and now we're seeing if. He's. I think like, there are far less prevision moments in October. I agree. I think this yeah. the the uh, this experiment has proven there has been some improvement. I think there's improvement. I will also tell you this. I believe uh, now. Also, I'm 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 on the I'm you know I'm seeing the light at the end of the tunnel of 18 months, almost two years now of 
health horseshit. Uh-huh. But I feel that there's a sharpness coming back as well. Mm-hmm. And so I and so I think the prevision well may, may not be giving me 100% memory back, but it is activating my brain in some way. Okay. So I'm not anti-prevision, even if it's a placebo. Right. Oh, yeah. It, there's, it's also, there seem, seems to be some effect. You weren't able to exercise for a while. And I think getting just getting exercise getting the juices flowing get the, get the blood flowing up to your brain right all over you the get body. that heart moving they say they, they, they want you get your heart rate up that's what they say oh that's what they say i know they say it <laughs> have all you the heard time. that from a doctor have i ever what have you heard that from a doctor uh get, no never i've only heard it from uh <laughs> what do you heard from that? people Lay in the people? fitness world <laughs> oh, oh yeah. i see yeah good you gotta get your heart rate up but you're getting close to the age where you maybe a shingle shot right oh no, I've never had a shingles Wait, we've shot. talked about this. Yeah, well, I had no. the shingles the one he time. He told the story oh, on yeah, yeah, how yeah. to survive. That's right. Uh, which is a great story, but we've so, oh, sort of already ruined it. <laughs> just, just by how we've well, gotten Well, you know what? This. Go listen to that. Go yeah. listen to that. Yeah, yeah. But you still, on that, you had never even heard of the shingle shot on that on the vaccine. That's that exactly episode. right. And you still have not followed up to go get it. No, it's been on my, I've thought about it. <laughs> I'll do it. Where do you get it? Where do you get it? CVS. You, you can go to CVS? Yeah. yeah. And order up a shingle shot? Yeah. yeah. I will tell you this. My mm. wife just yesterday got her... You, you get two shots. Yep. Oh, yeah. I got two months apart or one month apart? Something like that. She got her second one yesterday. Six weeks. Mm-hmm. And, when it, and it hits you. Oh, yeah. Yep. And when it hit her last night, and mm. uh, her reaction was uh, she could not sleep. She did not. She did not uh, sleep a uh, wink last night, and was wide. When I woke up, I go, you know, how, how'd you sleep? Go, not one second. Oh. Was she super sore? And she said her achy? her her limbs started feeling achy, and then she just couldn't. It was that just sucks. Awake, like that's how her body reacted to it. Bummer. How do you plan for that? You know what I mean. You kind of can't. You kind of just go. You know what? I'm not going to do anything the next day. Yeah. yeah, that's the only thing you can really do. Yeah, and maybe maybe a bunch of like uh, your Advils or whatever. Advil does help because that helps with the aches and pains. It doesn't certainly. work in my lifestyle to say I, I have I have a day when I can be in agony and I'll schedule. <laughs> what are you so busy doing? <laughs> I got I'm gardening and. Uh, you get out of the garden? Mm, so yeah, sort of. What do you? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's just a situation. We have we have gardeners that come on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Today is Thursday. Yeah. yeah. And then when they leave, I walk around and I just go, "Well, they didn't do anything." <laughs> <laughs> That's your gardening. That's the gardening, and then I do that. Then you, you do, do the it. things that they I do all the things. That I go, "Well, this is." They didn't even look at that. So you have a uh, oh, what they boy. call it in town here a mow and go, where yep. they kind of come in. They they don't really garden. They kind of just mow the lawn. Maybe uh, they blow some stuff it's around. It's real noisy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make a lot of noise. The dogs don't like it. <laughs> I want the gardener who's going to go. Oh, that plant needs to be replaced, and mm. then I show up, and the dead plant is now replaced with the live one. Oh, that's the gardener I want. No, wow. I don't have that. I have no. The, I have the cheapo one. Yeah. Without even asking you, you want that, or you yeah. want them to say, "Hey, oh I, yeah, yeah, oh really, yeah." yeah. Okay. Do you want to know what I have going on that's really fun right now? Yeah, that's a, adjacent to this conversation. I like to hear everything. This is a hobby. It's a hobby slash obsession. Okay. A while ago, we had some rats in our attic and in our crawl space under the house. Mm-hmm. I brought in pros, and they did everything, and we got rid of our rat problem. Now, now I heard some scampering upstairs. Who's oh, up there? No. Well, I bought some motion detector cameras. These are like 30 bucks on Amazon. Okay. I put them in the attic and I've just been enjoying watching these rats frolic around up there. <laughs> Wait, the, the, the rats are back? Yeah, well, there's just two of them. I call them Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-hmm. And they're up there and they're just... They're, 
they're loving each other's company. They're having a <laughs> but wonderful you don't want time. them to get in the wall and come down into the kitchen. And start oh, I got to get rid of them. Yes. But not, not only that, but Bonnie and Clyde. I mean, Bonnie and Clyde famously never had any children. I know. But uh, <laughs> these guys, but, uh, these guys are definitely going to have children. Yeah. 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 But it's great. The thing, the, it goes off on my phone. Motion detected on rat cam. Oh. <laughs> I called it. Then I go on and I check and I just see them run around. Does it ever do record and you can watch the clips it, later? I just put SD cards in there so it'll record. Wow. Prior to, uh, would you like to see some screen caps? Yeah, yeah. yeah I do. All right. Good. You want to see this? Is, uh, it, is it creepy like night visions? So yes. You see their eyes yes. look white. Yes, exactly. Oh, I don't know why you enjoy that. Sometimes <laughs> all I see is the eyes. Look, here they are. I've drew a heart around them. <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> wow, that can is. I, can you slide that over? That Oreo looks like style? a horror film. <laughs> Could, it won't slide. And, uh, uh, Matt, will you help out with it? Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're, they're smooching. They yes. Really oh, there's going to be more rats than a harpy. These are. There's already foreplay happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see I, consent. What is the uh, cycle? Uh, what's the? I this, fifty-two I get, I get days. You. Oh, you looked it up. Yeah, fifty-two days of uh, gestation for a litter of baby rats. Okay. And how long have you had these cameras in? A uh, couple of weeks. Okay. It's just been a matter of scheduling with the rat guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they're, they don't. They're not responding to my urgency. <laughs> oh, they're not. No, they're like, well, we'll get there. Actually, they're coming tomorrow. But uh, well, yeah. well, so you're you're expressing urgency, but at the same time, you seem like you don't want them to be. Oh no! I'll be. I will celebrate their deaths. <laughs> oh, Bonnie, they're going to be killed. They're not just going to be uh, have a heart. Here's yeah. what they do: they uh, they they find the entrance slash egress and they block it. Mm-hmm. You cannot get in or out. And they don't care whether the rat is inside at that time or outside. If it's outside, they're never getting back in. If it's inside, eventually they'll get hungry enough to check out the snap traps, uh. and then and then you hear that. Oh, it's an awful sound. <laughs> I didn't. Last time I never heard it. Oh, you didn't? No, they just came by a week later and were like, yeah, we got, got them. Mm-hmm. We had, when we first moved in, we had what they call, they're called fruit rats. Because uh, they nibbled on the fruit in the trees. And then Ooh. if that tree has even the slightest of branch that could go to your uh, your roof, oh. uh, it'll climb in there. Then it'll find, you know, it can get into something the size of a quarter. Yes. And then they do that. And then all of a sudden, they're, they, you know, we heard them in the wall. Mm-hmm. And Danielle's like, I think there's something in the wall. And I was like, yeah, I hear that too. But that can't be anything. Like, because you don't think there's rats in the wall. Mm-hmm. And then I called, uh, uh, I'll even say, abolish pest control. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came highly recommended, and they were great. They got rid of them in a heartbeat. Yeah, and then they were my uh, uh, pest person for years. Mm. And then, and we finally figured out it was probably the pandemic. Uh, they ghosted everybody. Oh, they boy. just went away. Oh. They stopped coming. And then even on, I would go online and go whatever you know what. And then other people are like, "Hey, has anybody else just been ghosted by this company?" Mm. Huh. That's a bummer. And then it finally clicked. Oh, they went out of business during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, which is a shame. Anybody went out of business, but I found somebody new that I'm very, very happy with. This guy and his company are terrific. Oh, what do you have them taken care of for you? Uh, the uh, uh, yeah, I've never known someone who needs constant <laughs> pest control, like well, for just have, just an open ended arrangement. You have uh, they come by uh, yeah. uh, uh, every other month, really, and they yeah. spray to make sure that uh, no ants or other bugs come into the home. Yeah. Oh. and then if you do have any new openings, because then rats will try to open the old openings Ooh. they will seal that up for you yeah, okay. yeah it's just a maintenance yeah, well, and you're our building a, our building has that your contract yeah and, we, we uh, live in sort of nature even though we don't think we do yeah and then that way uh if i may sir mm. he paid and they're back yeah <laughs> if you have maintenance then they don't that makes sense i just never thought about it that way i just thought you have a problem you solve it and you move on with your life yes that's been my approach uh, if you, you have a problem, I think Andy and I have a similar it. feeling about that. And also it sounds like about uh, the doctor, which <laughs> I don't have a 
general practitioner that I, I don't have a, I don't have anyone. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just living my life. Uh-huh. And uh, is that how you do it? No, I, I have acquired a general practitioner. Okay. That's good. Who I can sometimes email and say, check out what's happening with me. And he'll tell me on an email what I should do. That's very nice. Isn't that great? Yeah. That is great. That's good. But his, he has a general feeling about me. He, I, he believes, I think he believes me to be a hypochondriac. Oh, he does. Huh. Yes, which is an interesting relationship with the doctor. That I'll go in there a lot of the time, and he's just—he's always rolling his eyes at me. Uh, <laughs> and do you think you're—do you think there's actually something wrong, or—or or can you see his side of it? Um, I would love for him to get as worked up as I am. <laughs> um, no, I see his side. Yeah, I see his side of it. Because I'm complaining about minor things. Like I said to him, like, hey, you know, this didn't used to happen, but now. When I get up, when I stand up too fast from a sitting position, I get a little lightheaded. Oh, no. And he just goes, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think it was? I have no idea. What could that be? I, I think used to age. be able to. That just, yeah, that's, what, that's what it is. That's what it is. That, that's the subtext of a lot of our conversations. <laughs> well, like, there could be some ear trouble, trouble too. I'd like to. I'd there like could to be some what trouble? Some ear. I like to have you see an ear person on that. Okay, sure. I'll see an ear person. Yeah, see? Yeah. I just. Maybe I got, you need to do something to get the blood flowing. Could also be yeah, but raise your heart rate. You know what, though, for serious, if I'm ever in a squatting position and it comes up in gardening, yeah, and I get up too fast, I I feel like I'm on the knife's edge of passing out sometimes. Oh, me too. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's normal. Yeah, I feel that way. I don't know if it's normal. I'm glad we're having. This I don't know about knife's edge, but I definitely get dizzy and yeah. lightheaded, and yeah, because you've, you've blocked squatting. off. You've blocked mm-hmm. off some. Uh, you've blocked off some of your blood vessels there, and now yeah, uh, everything's right. reorienting itself. Probably. Right. My guess. Yeah. That is your guess. And, but just so that for the people listening, you are not a doctor. No, not even of law. What? Hmm. Come on, man. My dad sometimes made people call him doctor. As a lawyer? Yeah. Huh? He was a doctor of torts? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely used Esquire all the time. Did he really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Why don't you? Because Esquire means attorney. I know, but I want you to start using it. <laughs> I love the it's not idea. hereditary. Elliot Hopeberg Esquire. Yeah, yeah right. It yeah. can't be handed down. Yeah. That should be. That should be like a, title a lordship. That it hands down. I <laughs> love it. Elliot J. Hopeberg Esquire. Yeah, God it damn it. It feels right. It feels right. Mm-hmm. And when it feels right, it feels right. Yeah. Mm. Saturday night. I just I got the impression not to again spoil the how to survive episode. But it sounded like you were reluctant to go to the doctor. Very much so. And your wife was like, go to the doctor. And that made me think you don't like going to the doctor yeah, and just what, avoid yeah. it. That, yeah, I mean, why, to Matt's point, you avoid going, but yet he thinks you're a hypochondriac. Well, because I'll go see him once every couple of years just for general so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And when I do... I raise all these things with him. Oh, you you oh, have yes. a list of I've things. I've got a oh, list. I, you save them up. <laughs> yeah, I save them up like my arm hurts. He's like, yeah. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Like no, it's not. <laughs> Why not? It's, it's the worst idea. It's like when you bring your car in and you go, these five things are working. Then they just think you're an asshole that's like, oh, this guy's not happy with his car. Mm-hmm. And you go in with one focus okay. and then they go, oh, okay, we'll fix that for you. Oh. And then a week later, you go in with this. Otherwise, they're, they're not going to take you seriously. Who has time to go into the mechanic? I do. Okay. <laughs> I got to get out of the house. I got rats in the fucking walls. And, and I, I reject their opinion of that. I think that they should try to do as many jobs as they can while they have my car. Yes. I don't I don't disagree with you. I'm telling you what their mindset is. Mm. It, they, they see you as a hypochondriac of cars is basically the thing. Like, oh, this person's just not happy. But with a car, you can be like, my, my wipers don't work. And they go, yeah, you're right. They don't work. Fix it. Yeah. I, it's more uh, like there's, there's if there's a mm. rattle. That's that's the one where I think I would yeah, agree with yeah, you that's on that. the one, yeah. yeah. feels like it used to get colder in here when I ran the AC. <laughs> right. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, put some yeah. more Freon in there. See, I could solve that. I used to work yeah. at a gas station. Yeah. So I know a couple of things. But you never change your oil. 
I never changed my own oil. I would do it with my father, but I would never change my oil. But did you own. change the oil for other people? At, no, but I would. I would check the oil, and if they were low, I would replace it. Sure. And right, I would. Right. I would put in. I would recommend whatever was on sale. Mm-hmm. Nothing was ever on sale, but oh, we would tell them it was. Oh my god. Yeah, it was it's one of those. Worst. You know what we get you now? We can get you the Amico brand. That's on sale, or I can give you the Pens oil, whatever you want. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just a fucking different label. Well, on what, it. How did you benefit from? We them? we would get. Uh, uh, a, a quarter, a twenty-five cent commission ah. if we sold them the Amico. Wow! Uh, and then also, in the, if you worked in the car wash, if you sold them a wax, mm-hmm. you would get a fifty cent commission. So you would always try to sell them the wax. Mm. So then, at the end of the week, when you got paid, then you'd also get like, oh, then also here's your commissions. My father was a salesman, and he just told me about something from. Some, I'm listening. Just last week, some inside information from the sales Ed? world. Ed. Ed, that's right. I met Ed the oh, other you night. just met Ed the other night. <laughs> well, I met him in the past, but it was good to uh-huh. see Ed again. Yes. Yeah. He uh, he was telling me about spiffs. Do you know what a spiff is? Mm-hmm. I do, but please tell him. Uh, it's just what you're describing. It's like if you go to uh, uh, Pacific Sales, let's say, you want a dishwasher, and the salesman keeps going, well, the Maytag is great. I mean, these ones are fine, too, but I'll tell you, something about the Maytag. If they're ever like really, it's because Maytag or the distributor or whatever has... He gets a little something extra uh. every time he sells a Maytag, and that's called a spiff. Mm. And the reason it's called a spiff is because it, it originates from a long time ago in ladies' clothing, when if there was an arrangement like that, the person at the shop would say, well, that looks spiffy. Oh, it literally would come from spiffy. Wow. Yes. It's like, I pay, I'm paying you a compliment on this thing that you're wearing in the hopes that you'll buy it. So that that's what must, and then I get a spiff. You get a spiff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was your dad a salesman of? He was a salesman of uh, video teleconferencing equipment. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. So he worked with Donald Trump then? Uh, no, Donald Trump. Fa- Donald Trump famously has had a, a defunct video conferencing system. Oh, I didn't he, know that. He, he, he didn't own it, but he was the the uh, spokesperson for it. Oh, oh all of his branches did very well. So that's surprising yeah. to hear. <laughs> yeah. You're saying he failed at a business? Endeavor? I mean, that's that's what it seemed like. I think you're thinking of somebody else. Yeah, you know, maybe. My dad, about ten years ago, just talking about his job of uh, selling and installing video teleconferencing equipment. Said what, somebody brought up John Lennon in conversation. He said, "Yeah, Yoko Ono came into my office once." And, we're, and my mom is like, "When? What, what are you talking about? They never came." It's like, I'm, "I'm pretty sure I told you. You never told me Yoko Ono came." <laughs> and it turns out Yoko Ono. Did you know this? She, her daughter, uh, was taken away from her when she got together with John Lennon. Her, the man that she was with at the time, I think they were married. He took their daughter away. And she didn't see her daughter for like 20 years. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, because he was like, you're hanging around with crazy John Lennon and doing all these drugs and art. (laughs) And uh, I think it was Switzerland where they went or whatever. So eventually she became old enough to reach out to her mother. And then they they had a relationship. But it's Switzerland and New York. So she was looking to have a video teleconferencing set up, installed at the Dakota and talk to my dad about it. My dad demonstrated it for Yoko Ono. Wow. And then I don't think it went further than that. Was this before or after John Lennon's death? After. Okay. Yes. Wow. wow, that that's, is uh, that's wild. I'm with your mom. How how does that? <laughs> yeah, how does that not earlier? come up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. It seems like that day that should come up. Like, in fact, I come home early to yeah. tell that you're never going to guess who was at the office today. Yeah. And my dad used to hold forth at the dinner table. It he wasn't would. like he didn't get a word in, like me. <laughs> <laughs> he used to. Yeah, he ran the table. What else was going on that day? Right. That that, that right. That that was that the Yoko story got right. shoved to the side. Wow. Did you have a video teleconference machine in your house? Uh, no, after I moved out, my dad did put some kind of camera, early camera on the television. 
you know, but I, I never was a part of that. Okay. You were part of that. Before that, you were the eyes. Uh, wondering if you, maybe you could have called Yoko Ono. <laughs> like, hey, Yoko. Hey, Yoko. Oh, it's teleconference with the, with the Onos. Yeah. Because once you have it, it's like she's only using it for one call yeah. with her daughter. Right. And suddenly, like, hey, who else has one of these things I could talk to? <laughs> Donald wanna, Trump? I'm get my money's worth. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Andy did, uh, just did Pop Cultured, uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the ridiculously dumb yet fun game show that we do. It was great fun. It was great. It was uh, you, Ron Funches, and... Um, Jenny, oh, Yang. Uh, Jenny Yang. Jenny Yang. Yeah. The uh, Halloween costume thing was fantastic. It was fun, right? Yeah. Super fun. Yeah, we would show... Great idea. I remember we had told you, we showed the mm-hmm. 1970s looking mask, and they had mm-hmm. to try to guess who it was, and... Uh, they did not do very well. No. And that, <laughs> that is where the fun comes from. <laughs> and it worked exactly as was pitched in the room. Like, nice. it, it paid off. It did everything we wanted yeah. to. Because, yeah. boy, it would have sucked to, you know, Robin Williams, so-and-so, so mm-hmm. Like, okay, great. Good for you. But it worked. Right. There were funniness. Mm. What? That's not a sentence. There were. There, there were funny. There were funniness. But guess what time it is now. Oh, wait. I had one more question oh. based on that uh, topic. Hmm. What are your children dressing as for Halloween, if anything? Hmm. Here's where things get complicated. <laughs> oh, boy. The 11-year-old is going to be a dinosaur with a human hand in its mouth. Okay. Okay. All right. Is she making said costume? Yes. Cool. Okay. Now, the 16-year-old mm-hmm. intends to be uh, Glenn, the non-binary child of Chucky, <laughs> the, the uh, doll, the yeah. murderous doll, and uh, she would like me to be Chucky. Oh, how do you feel about that? I don't want to dress up, <laughs> but I do kind of feel like her, her costume might not make sense without mine. Yeah. So, but then what do you, what, what are your, uh, what are you required to do once you have this costume? You have to go <laughs> somewhere with her. Is there a party? Yes, I did there? ask that. Yes, I did ask that. I may, I may be roped into her and her friends trick or treating. You're going to yeah. go Just out with the a, friends. A visual aid. Because yeah. that's about the age where people say, stop doing this. You're too old. Right? Oh, 16. I feel like that's when I was 16. We did it, and we yeah. were we were not welcomed. Uh, I remember getting kind of not getting in trouble, but people were just like, "What the fuck are you? Yeah. You're, you're you not. understand this candy costs money. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not children anymore." Well, also, I should mention I went to a boarding school, and so the neighborhood around the boarding school were wise to any boarding because we were all high school age kids. Uh, they didn't want the kids from the boarding school coming around the neighborhood retreating, really? which is what we were doing. <laughs> They wanted kids to trigger trigger. It was for children. So they were like, get the fuck out of here with your. You just yeah, have like. 16 year olds like candy. And I not know. only that, but there's the other half of that, which is the trick part. Like, isn't, well, aren't sure. the ones you're scared of the, the 16 year olds? You should have, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also don't remember really having costumes as much as we were just kind of. I think, yeah, oh, well, I think that's, that's the problem. We were holding them up, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give us the candy. We're just wearing dark clothes and, and have, we have a pillowcase. A pillowcase. <laughs> we always only used to have pillowcases. Yeah. Even as a small child? Oh, yeah. You I didn't have had, the pumpkin or the bag? No, never. In Jersey, it was all pillowcases. We had the bag. But when I saw somebody with a pillowcase like a few years ago, it looked so greedy. <laughs> it's big. It's big. That's how big. I feel when kids come to my house with a pillowcase. Yeah. It's, again, it's always older. It's teenagers. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't like your vibe. <laughs> you're not. You're, you're menacing and you're clearly think you're getting one over on me or something. I don't know. I don't like And it. also, here's your candy. Please leave. Yeah. Yeah. My neighbor, uh, the, the my good neighbor, the neighbor that like that we I get along with, mm-hmm. um, has two children. They are both now in their twenties. Uh, they have, and we've lived there now almost fifteen years. They have uh, never decorated. When the kids were young, they've never decorated. 
This year, it's decorated like they're trying to win a contest. <laughs> it is. They've got the big uh, flowy ghost out there that's wow. lit with a purple light. Nice. They've got a graveyard scene. They've got uh, heads on spikes. Mm-hmm. They've got clowns coming out of the window. It, it looks great. Cool. But like from zero to 60. like That's weird. Yeah. Wow. But it looks great. Uh, let me let me give you a brief vibe of my street. Uh, we've got at least three houses with smoke machines. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and I'm well, like, you have the people that work in the business, right? I yeah. guess I, I feel like our our old house there was more of that kind of thing. But these three houses, it's like they're in competition with each other, I guess, because wow. they're kind of clustered together. And I, the first time the guy one of the houses turned on the smoke machine, it like made. Yeah, I was driving down the street. I was like, what is going on down there? And I got to it. I was like, oh, it's, it was cranked way too high or something. And the whole street was like, oh, no, it was like a fog had descended and you couldn't see 20 feet ahead of you. And I was like, this is too much. You have to, you have to turn <laughs> that much down. Halloween. Yeah, yeah. This was like October 1st. I think <laughs> like you got to calm down. But um, I, I this is back to the trick or treating and the, the candy thing. I have a thing I want to pitch to the public mm-hmm. and you guys can do this, too, if you want. Mm-hmm. I, I need to I need to figure out how to do it. But. I have this idea that I want to go out and find one of those humongous candy bars. Like it's like, you know, like three feet long. Mm. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. You, you find it at a, sometimes you go to the, the place where the, like if you go to the Hershey factory, they probably yeah. sell it there. Walk out with three pounds of chocolate. Yeah. So I want to buy the biggest candy bar you can find. Mm. And then I'm going to put it up uh, in front of the house. And basically it's like whoever has the best costume, they oh. get the big candy bar. Well, do that. And if, but if everybody does it, then just the level of the costumes is going to go up around around town. Everybody That's a logistical problem, doesn't it? <laughs> well, next year, yeah, the, the, it's not going to have an immediate effect. But if we, no, if no, we, no, I'm saying if if early in the night you see a fantastic costume, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Do you yeah. give you them get their That's information? A, That's a really good. You're going to ask them for their phone number or email address? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think you got to. Yeah, you have to. I you mean, have to tell them come back at ten o'clock. You're in the running. Yeah, yeah, you're, in you're, the you're running. a finalist. Oh, you're a finalist. <laughs> And then they come back and are like, sorry, you didn't sorry. make it. <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming back. Thanks for having your mom drag you back. It was just, there was a really good ghost. You missed it. Yeah. It was incredible. I do like that idea. Mm-hmm. I like it. If that became like a, a trend that everyone was like, yeah, we do this. Everyone does this now. I feel like you're going to see some incredible costumes sure. that aren't happening right now. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so here's my sort of cynical way of taking advantage of your idea, which is you only want to give out candy at one time. Yeah. So you say, if you come by with your costume at 8 p.m. <laughs> and it becomes a contest. That right. And, you're and so there's 30 it. people. <laughs> yeah. All the kids get their candy. All mm. You don't have to have your lights on until, you know, 745. I like that because then I can leave because <laughs> right now I'm like held hostage or one of us, my wife yeah, or yeah. I have to stay there mm-hmm. and then. Then what the kids, the kids are now old enough to go out by their, by themselves, but I kind of like going with Charlie. It's fun to, to walk around with him, but you can't, if you have to hold down the fort and hand out right. candies mm-hmm. this way. Yeah. Okay. It serves two purposes. I like that. Do you get trick or treaters at your home? Um, uh, we've been there 15 years. We've had a total of one Yeah. <laughs> in 15 years. Yeah. We never get any. Never. Oh man. We put, the, we even put the thing out there. Just in case, mm-hmm. Ta- you know, they, we don't even say take one. We just put the thing yeah, out there that's candy, what we do too. and we come home. Not one is taken. And then I I even look at the ring. Like, did anybody show up? Nope. None. I know. And you have decorations of any kind out there? We don't anymore because, uh, well, now I got to fucking compete with my neighbor. But (laughs) (laughs) we didn't in the past because it was just us. And then we would decorate and 
nobody would come. You know, our mm. neighborhood, our neighborhood just doesn't get them. Yours doesn't either, huh? No, we're we're up just a slight, just enough of an incline to discourage <laughs> trick or treaters. I see. Oh, I'm <laughs> taking notes. <laughs> when I came to your home during the pandemic, mm. and we uh, you know gathered out on your lawn, mm. there was a lot of walking in the neighborhood. So I'm surprised that you didn't get a lot of uh, trick or treaters because it seemed like people were out and moving. Yes, but, that's just but you know what else? Uh, we our particular street does not have sidewalks. That's another issue. Oh, that mm. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't come. Okay, no sidewalks. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to do? You trying to figure out how to avoid trick or treaters? <laughs> I mean, if I ever do get a chance to buy a house again, I, oh yeah, I, I'm no sidewalks, yeah. an incline. Just live in a no. rural area. No one will. Come. No lights. That's all yeah. you have to do. It's the way to do. It. Or yeah, or just shut your lights off. I think <laughs> what happens in uh, at least in Burbank is it seems like everybody kind of floods to certain neighborhoods because mm. they know like this is where the action is, and so any other places just nothing's going on. And yeah, it's a, it's an interesting phenomenon. To, like what generates the buzz that makes all the people go to those places it's usually the decorations like the crazy houses mm-hmm. people want to see it and uh, it becomes like a madhouse at those places unless you're my son who's afraid of it and then he doesn't uh... <laughs> still yeah okay oh. not his bag is mm-hmm. he is he dressing up this year no i don't believe so I yeah i mean believe... i feel like they're at an age now mm. zoe is but she's gonna be uh, her and her friends are doing a like mario thing like you know all the princesses of mario like there's, you got your Daisy, you got your mm. Peach, you got your Rosalina, the lesser known. That's what Zoe, Zoe's <laughs> going to be, the lesser known Rosalina, yeah. Uh, no, I should tell you, they all were lesser known to me. I don't, don't You don't know, know Princess Peach? I know, That's, of course, I know Peach. I'm not a Daisy? No. And then, was Daisy the one that was in, who are you rescuing in Donkey Kong, the yeah. original thing? I think that was Daisy, maybe. I don't, I think. Or I was that a third? Correct. That was, I, I thought it was just Princess. Name? I thought it was just Princess. Or is that Pauline? Wow. Oh. <laughs> I think there was a Pauline involved. Oh, Pauline point. is from Donkey Kong. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. Right, very good. Well done. Uh, I will say that if Oliver, you know, he's going out with some friends today, I, I could see him easily coming back going, hey, you know what? Uh, we're going to go out. Uh, this group is going to go and, mm. and we're going to yeah. dress up. So I could see that happening, but I could also see it not happening. Uh-huh. We'll find out together. But now we'll find this out. Here we go. What? It's the letter game starting with the letter. The letter game. Hope my guess is better. You start with the Letter gang, Garen sucks. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go around. It. Uh, thank you, Ringo. <laughs> it started there. So Matt, you're gonna go first. We're gonna yes. go around. We're gonna get everybody in the in the room's answer. We will then open up for phone calls. People can call in and guess as well. They don't oh. get anything, just the joy of it. Oh, that's fun. Good and deal. we will also ask out of the phone calls if they decorate their homes for Halloween. And if so, how elaborate do they yes, get? Yes, yes. So that gives a, a, a fun reason to call. You can also just call up and say hello. It doesn't yeah. matter. But uh, do know I'm going to be looking for an actor whose first name begins with the letter I. And do you decorate once we open up the phone lines? Andy, question. No, you Look, just answered it. Happy to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Matt, you go first. Yes, thank God. Actor with the first name whose uh, letter begins with the name begins with the letter I. What do you got? I've never been happier to have the first pick mm-hmm. in the draft, and I'm going to go with Ice T. Oh boy! Now, now you, one uh, thing we know about Jared Logan, we you don't know this, Andy, but we all knew. Yeah, we learned last point. week. Jared Logan's wife. Kara Clank hosts a a an SUV an SVU podcast a Law and Order oh, SVU podcast. Yeah. yeah, so I could see top Ice of mind. And Ice sure. T came up in conversation course, as he always does whenever that show comes up. Yeah. Nobody mm-hmm. can believe he's still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm torn because I've got what I think are two very very good ones here. Mm. Uh, so I will, but I'll stick with it. I'm going to go with, and I'm going to regret not going with the other one. I'll go with Sir Ian McKellen. Ooh. I'll go with the uh, with the. Uh, now we check in with Garen Cockrell. He's over there at the Pop Culture Museum for us, sponsored by. Kennedy Todd Tees or whatever it is 
uh, Kennedy Todd, head over there, 15% off if you use promo code PARDO. Mm-hmm. As a reminder, Kennedy Todd Tees are uh, providing the t-shirts for Subtoberfest. If you subscribe at a certain level or if you're did, if you in the other level, a chance to win one of 10 t-shirts that will be up for grabs uh, if your name is chosen. And, so, can, and if you gift, if you gift a, a $60, $60 or, or more, yeah. get a t-shirt. That's right. Uh, all of that is available. That information is over there at September at the page of uh, our September. It's actually page. at, at Septemberfest.com now. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Grabbed it. Yep. At Septemberfest.com. You can mm-hmm. get all that information. But that's Garen Cockerell. Hi, Garen. Hello. Garen, what's going on? Anything of import since we uh, saw you on Monday? Not really. Just watching movies. Uh, you still doing You still trying to get to 31 horror movies for the month? Yeah. How are we looking? I'm at 24 as of last night. And today's the 26th. Mm-hmm. Doing all right. Yeah. You're going to get there. You'll get there. Does Killers on the Flower Moon count? <laughs> no. No. Great movie, though, huh? I know. I'm seeing it tonight. Oh, we wait, loved you, it. You saw it? Pardo Canic House. I yeah, loved it. I can't wait oh, to see yeah. it. Do you yeah. have to leave the house to see it? Uh, yeah, go to the Wish okay. Picture House. Uh-huh. You, 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 it, you will it will eventually. It will eventually be in my home. Apple TV. From what I understand, it's uh, it's of a length that uh, you got to go to the bathroom in the middle of it. It is three hours and 40 minutes long, I believe, or 320. It's, it's uh, I think it's no, 340, 336. And with no intermission. With no intermission, uh, but I'll tell you what, my wife, who always has to go to the restroom, mm-hmm. did not go once during this movie wow. because you don't want to leave. Oh wow! But but if you had, can you recommend a time to go to the bathroom? <laughs> having seen the movie, I would suggest any time. Any time. I would suggest in the first ninety minutes. I okay. Would try to go. Um, I I went and it was okay. I you came back, Oliver whispered, you know, very, you know, what happened? I never know how to do that. Leonardo DiCaprio got murdered. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Why did I leave now? How did now? I walk out right when that was happening? Uh, but it is good. All right. It is good. DiCaprio's great, of course. And, yeah. Uh, the young lady who plays uh, his wife is terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, I apologize for not knowing her name. Mm-hmm. Lily something, maybe? Is mm-hmm. it Lily something, Garen? I believe it is. Lily Gladstone. Lily Gladstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's very good. Everybody's good, of course. Then arrow's good. Mm. I love her family's seafood restaurant out there at Malibu. Closing soon. <laughs> oh, it is? Mm. Oh, no. Mm. I'm not sure I've ever been. I've driven by it a million times. To Gladstone's? Times. Yeah. Uh, Gladstone's for fish. Gladstone's for fish, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. Danielle went Number there uh, last month. They went there uh, just to make sure. Yeah. That they, uh, she and her friend Alex, Alexander, friend of the show, mm. uh, they went out there to make sure they got uh, one last meal in out there. Mm-hmm. So, like. Uh, Good luck to that. Are you going to head out there and do so? I brought my parents out there when they were visiting. Oh, you did? They like they like it. And yeah. we were doing the same thing. Let's say goodbye oh, to Gladstone. And uh, was it a Terry goodbye? Uh, no. <laughs> it was fine. We'll be <laughs> all right. You held it together. <laughs> yeah. How did your parents enjoy pop culture? Is it? Uh, they what? loved it. They did? They did love it. Oh, great. I sort, of exp- I sort of sold it to them as a potential televised game show, right? Yes. And they said that should be on television. They Absolutely. Did. They loved it. Yes. Cool. It was they good. said they laughed the whole time. You know what? It was that type of show. Mm-hmm. People laughed from the, it had that match game energy, that mm-hmm. old match game UCB energy. The second I walked out to the second it was over, people just enjoyed themselves. Yeah. And why not? That panel's dynamite. The host does an okay job. Everybody <laughs> seems to get together. The writers put together a, good, a nice program. Garen, <laughs> actor, first name begins with the letter I. Well, you took my first guess. Uh, uh, with, with the sir? With the sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I thought of another one. Uh, Idris Elba. That was my second choice. Ooh, oh, that's, that's on my list. Those were the two I was deciding between, Garen. Well, we'll find out soon if we'll you'll get the out. money. But right now, let's check in with the Esquire himself. That's uh, the, uh, uh, the uh, Elliot Hochberg. That's me. Sorry, Elliot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on? Anything? Uh, let's see. So I'm I'm trying to uh, to get a, a tenant in the building. For those who aren't already aware, I manage an apartment building. I'm trying to get a tenant in the building to um, switch parking space 
and they're kind of giving me some pushback. I got a new tenant coming in, and that person has a little bit of special needs as far as their space, so I'm trying to pick the biggest space. Okay. Uh, in this particular situation, and, and the, the, the tenant has said, well, you know, I've been a really good tenant for six years, blah, blah, blah. I had to remind her that she asked me for a second parking space several years ago, which technically I should have charged her for. And you, didn't char- you did not charge her. I gave it to her for free. And now you're just asking her to switch. Correct. One She'll of still have two. Yeah. And you're asking her to switch, yeah. and she's giving you pushback. But very nice, polite pushback. Nah, I don't think there should be any pushback. I, I think don't know. if somebody has special needs, and you've already done her a solid, as they yeah. said on NYPD Blue. For several years, yeah. Then there, this is a no-brainer. Yeah. I, I, I felt bad having to remind her of that. Nah, fuck that noise. She's awful. <laughs> switch spots. This thing, it's not Pick a conversation. Her out. Yeah, you know what? Evict this yeah. son of a... Kick her out. <laughs> Put a padlock on that front door. <laughs> <laughs> Change the locks, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, so is she doing it now? Well, I ha- I don't know. It was we this still is, this don't is, know. This is the reason why I mention it is because it's been real time uh, during this program. Oh, that I've been uh, having uh, oh, received a text and. Oh goodness! Yeah, so. you know Andy Daly's here, right? You've been focused enough on that. Mm, sure, sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, I thought it was Ed Daly. Oh no, that's oh, another fellow. That's his I'm, father. Oh, very good. Does uh, uh, does this uh, tenant want to call into the show because we're live? <laughs> oh, that's not a bad idea. Let's hash it out. Let's hash it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to do that, so yeah, that's, that's not going to happen. It's a mistake on your part as yeah, producer. Right. <laughs> you think that you would enjoy it? Uh, his priorities are all screwed. Up. He's off. He's <laughs> rental arbitration. About that building. It's, it's, <laughs> rental arbitration is one of the things you do on the show, right? So we yeah, do that. It's one of the games. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's one of the games. <laughs> Never not funny and rental arbitration. Uh, all right, what's your guess then for an actor? All right, so you took uh, you took my first two. Okay. So I, I and then I liked Matt's one. Matt's is very good. I wish I would have thought of it. Yeah, I have. Wouldn't matter. I wouldn't have had, been able to use it. But. I have three. I'm going with my number three. Yes. Ingmar Bergman. That's another good one. That's Ingmar. Candace's dad. Hmm. Candace Bergman? Yeah, she went on to do that Murphy Brown program. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, very popular. Sure. Ing- Ingmar Bergman. I think you're wrong about that. No, right? Edgar oh, I'm Bergen. Th- I'm thinking of Edgar. Edgar Bergen. Is I'm thinking father. of Edgar Bergen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, never mind. Ingmar Bergman was a director. Mm-hmm. I, did he also act? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and the, he had a he had a, a, a child. He also had a dummy, right? Didn't he also have a puppet? Of no, no, no. But he had a, he had a child who, uh, who was a famous actor as well, who I think was oh, a lady. Yeah. Ingrid Bergman. Yes, Ingrid. Yes. Maybe that would be a better guess. But no, that no, would be, that's, a, that's a lady. It has to be a gentleman. Oh, it's got to be a gentleman? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. changes everything. No, oh, I didn't no. know that. Oh, sorry. I should have said I didn't know that. Oh, yes. Oh, crap. We All did, right. We did ladies last season. Yeah. I call lady oh, actors see. actresses because I'm sexist. Oh, <laughs> damn I thought that. you knew that about me. I call I was them about that because say. that's what we've done for all of eternity. Yeah. And that's, uh, I follow the Academy Awards rules. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, speaking of Martin Scorsese, Ileana Douglas. No, you cannot choose her. I know. I know that now. But who would you choose now that you know what happened? A gentleman, but now you've got some ideas. No idea. Like I, I, I didn't think of the name Ian. Yeah. If I me had, either. I probably would have gone with. Okay, what, I got an Ian too. What you said, or maybe what's, there's some other Ians. Uh, I guess I'll say Ian Holm. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, so you're not going to get money, huh? <laughs> I would love to get money. Yeah, but that's like a hor- Ileana that's a, Douglas. That's a horror, All right. Well, then give me another couple of seconds. <laughs> I'm going to give you another couple of seconds only because you did not understand the game. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The only reason I'm allowing it, and you folks. Do not call in yet, but do get ready uh, to start calling in. Yeah. So am I doing uh, this thing today? Uh, not today. Okay, very good. No, no, there's, uh, I don't believe there's time for that, Elliot. We'll do it. Uh, uh, try but I can, it I can throw some other things in when we get a chance. Okay. If you want them. Are uh, they things of import? Well, I'm just saying. There's no famous Ichabods. <laughs> <laughs> well, just Crane. Yeah, but, but he didn't really act. Not really. I was trying to Maybe think. Maybe do some local community theater. Well, he was sincerely afraid. <laughs> 
when I was trying to think of a, just any male name that started with I, yeah. the first thing I thought of was Izzy. Yeah. Like the guitarist from Guns N' Roses, Izzy mm. Stradlin. Mm. I don't think he ever appeared in a mm. film or a TV show. No. No, I don't think so. That I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah. Can't think of a famous Igor. Mm-mm. Uh, all right. What do you, uh, well, what do you have to fill the... Uh, well, no, no. I, I think here's what I think should happen is after we, when we're almost at the point of giving the answer, if these names haven't been mentioned... Oh, okay. Because there's some names that haven't been mentioned that I think are good ones. Andy, you might want to take what I said mm-hmm. and extrapolate from there just to cover I gotcha. another base mm-hmm. that maybe is... I'm on Alzuari. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you were thinking? No, oh. it wasn't. Oh, oh, oh. But that's a good two. No, no, no. Ice Cube? There you ice go. Ice Cube. Yeah, that might be. You can go with Ice Cube? I'll go with Ice Cube. I would lock in with Ice Cube. Yeah, that's pretty ah, Better than Ian Holm? <laughs> I think so, but I'll tell you what. If it's, if it's Ian Holm... I'll, I'll, we'll I'll give, let you win. We'll give it to you, yeah. Oh. Yeah. All, right. Uh, all right, give us a call, guys. Uh, area Oof. code 596. Is that right? 596. 956-591-ROCK. Give us a call. 956-591-ROCK. You can call 591-ROLL, too, as well, but that's not going to get to us. I don't we believe. don't know, actually, if it I mean, will or not. Sure. It may. Oh. It may, actually, but it also may yeah, not. I'll just go with 591-ROCK, then. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much uh, as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i no. just want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never not funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, we both turn into James Austin Johnson doing <laughs> Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now. 
to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Uh, look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and That's they right. do. Yes. And uh, look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't. It's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Nine five six five nine one rock. Give do us a call. Do you want me to put it on the table so you can have a picture I of mean, it? I mean, if you, if uh, maybe. I don't know if I can. Uh, oh, the oh, red phone. The phone is ringing. As soon as I picked it up, it started ringing. That's wow. the red phone, courtesy of Ted Sullivan. All right, uh, Matt, let's uh, let's answer that call. It's gorgeous. Answer the call. Uh, Hello. Hey guys, the phone's working. Oh, thank you. Is this Joey? <laughs> Yes, it is. Look at Joey's the first one. In. It's always Joey Beatty. He's always the first one in. How does he do it? I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> it is magical. Joey, we got Andy Daly here. We're also taking your actor. His first name begins with the letter I. And uh, also, do you decorate your house for Halloween? Uh, so uh, do all three of those in order. Uh, hello, Andy. Um, <laughs> Andy's enjoying an Oreo. He's eating a cookie. Uh, the actor I'm going with is Ivo Graham. Who? I think I, I think you have to tell me who that is. Uh, he was on Taskmaster. Oh, oh, I know who you're talking about. But again, that's a that's a you're interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I didn't it, think of anything good. Boy, boy, you know the phone call finally sounds it sounds crisp and clean, and it's confusing me. Yeah. Um, all right, and do you decorate your house, Joey? Do you, do you live in a house? Do you live in an apartment? How you live in condominium? <laughs> I, I live in a house where we do not decorate. I uh, take my daughter out. Oh, you do? Do you get trick-or-treaters? Uh, we get very few. We're in, we're in an older neighborhood, so... Refresh hmm. your memory where you live, Joe. Uh, Minnetonka. Minnesota, that's Minneapolis. Minnesota. And Joey, you're the gentleman that brought us the White Castle that time. Is that correct? That is correct. There we go. All right, so it's all tying in. Too many yeah. locations. Yeah. Did, did we lose you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Ileana Douglas. And you grew up in White Castle territory. Sure I did. Deep in it. Mm, big time. No, that's North a chain. Jersey. Yeah, I know. You don't go there? No. You don't go to White Castle? No! You go back home, hey, a little something from my youth? Never! You Did you eat it as a youth? Only one time. That seems like enough to yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Although they were delicious that They're time. They're square. How about that? Yeah, yeah you mean not hip. <laughs> yeah. Those are not hip hamburgers. Apparently you haven't heard Huey Lewis's news. It's hip to be square. <laughs> he has the news, and the news is it's hip to be square. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I called out to him recently. Huey. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Joey, thanks for calling. Good talking to you. Thank you, guys. There's Joey. Bye, Joey. Is there a way to turn that volume up on the phone a little bit? Can we, can uh, we do that? It, yeah. Or does it, uh, it, to, it gets problematic? Yeah. I'll see what it, we can do. But All right. Well, give us a call. 956-591-ROCK. There it is. Oh, give it a, oh, that's wonderful. Well, we, it rings. We hear it. Hi, oh. this is Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Hi. Uh, it's Ann Hunter. I, I was so sure that you were not going to be answering right now. All right, Ann. Well, first of all, turn it down in the background uh, so that it doesn't I, echo. I, I slammed it shut right away. Sorry all right. About that. Uh, Ann, of course, is a... Uh, 
Uh, he's calling us from uh, the Ohio area, Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. Pennsylvania. Yes, originally uh, North Dakota, but now from uh, from Joe Biden's home home turf. Scranton. Scranton, Joe. That area, yep. That area. Yep. That's also where uh, I believe uh, I, you know, we get our paper from, that area, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. Yes. Under Mifflin. Um, and do you want to talk about the website since you called in? I was just trying to work on it right now, but I've also got two grumpy kids, so I don't know how long I'm going to manage to be on the phone before you hang up on me. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, to put together... Okay, yeah. I think Anne's on to something here. This may be shorter than you think. Anne. I know, I know, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, com. so that's then not just Subtoberfest, but any time of year, people will be able to submit a form either to... Uh, be a gifter or to be on a list of people that would like to have subs gifted to them and i'll try to do some matchmaking and make it as confidential as possible so i know that it could be a little a little sensitive for some people to, to say they don't have their finances in order right and, and you know what it's almost like that comedy gives back but uh, for us yeah where uh, you get an exactly. opportunity to get a subscription here uh because we do have listeners that are wonderfully um generous Mm-hmm. And that uh, maybe in a better, a different position than you at the moment. And again, I don't think there's any shame in reaching out if you can't, if you really love this show and you want to subscribe, but you don't have your money because of whatever's happening. Uh, take advantage of this website that uh, these fine folks are putting together. That's uh, amazing. Again, it was it was a Which gift gift nnf giftnnf.com when will it be live considering we're live now and we really could be uh, getting some uh, people on there right now this seems like bad timing <laughs> i was trying as fast as i could to hear the kids screaming in the background well maybe instead of a 49 paragraph email that i received this morning you could have gotten this done i wrote that last night when i was able to type it out with one thumb while uh, having a, a upset child sleeping on me oh with one thumb. Mm-hmm. Right. What's that other thumb doing? How you doing? No, it's being a child on the top of it. She gave us the answer. Yeah. Uh, all right, and what's an actor who has name begins with the letter I? Uh, Ify Wadiway. Oh. All right. There. Mm. I know that name. What are you eating? Why is it a eating yeah, day? I'm not <laughs> chomping. Sorry. I, oh, I, you got one of those delicious caramels? Yeah. God, those are, they are those delicious. Are, those are also problematic. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, the guy from uh, the IT band I, I think you got to hang up on me i'm sorry Jimmy, but, uh, but all right goodbye and thank you for putting the website together love you guys bye okay i almost said love you too and i do i love the listeners andy sure. yes of course you do i love them and i appreciate uh, their uh their uh devotion efforts. to this program mm. yeah efforts and devotion I, mm. I don't know what else if he has done but he appears very often on college humor and um i gotta take sorry. this call Elliot. Uh, <laughs> drop out uh hello this is jimmy who's this please oh jimmy how are you, James? Andy Daly here. Say hello to Andy. Thank you. Uh, hello. Okay. You're somehow even quieter than the quiet calls we've already taken. Yeah. This can, guy's you, quiet. can you speak up? Can you put your mouth closer to where the microphone is? Or maybe just, just put the bong down. He sounds higher than a kite. <laughs> no. What are you it's doing? Worse. You ever used a phone before? <laughs> Turn the phone the other way around. <laughs> worse. Are you one of those guys that holds your phone like a slice of pizza and talks into it? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing, man? Oh, no, I'm not that asshole. Okay, good. I love this. This guy's use of asshole <laughs> and worse. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, can I share this with you very quickly? Hang tight, guy on phone. Uh, last night, Oliver, we were watching Jeopardy. Oliver made a joke that just shit the bed. Mm. And, and he says the joke, and he goes, oh, I expect a little bit more on that. 
And then he tells the second one, mm. and it gets nothing. And I went, oh, you're over for two, buddy. <laughs> and then he does a third joke, and uh, neither Daniel or I laugh, and I just tap on the shoulder, and I hand, I hold up three fingers, and go, three for three. <laughs> <laughs> and Oliver, who never, never swears, goes, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then nice. could not stop laughing that he said that. <laughs> To his father. And I gave him the back and back of my hand, Andy. Yeah, sure, yeah. You don't use that language in my house. You're under no. my roof. You clean it up. <laughs> you save that for your buddies out on the gang, uh, the turf. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it made me laugh. I just, I, I, it's weird. I was very, actually, I was proud that he, that he said it because mm-hmm. it was, A, it was just guttural and hysterical. Yes. And I know he doesn't mean it and I'm not. Uh, oh. Oh, I assumed he did. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. He actually, he sent me an email later that night, and he said, you know what, I, it's taken me 16 years. I do finally know now my father is an asshole. Oh, jeez. And I was like, well, I don't know why you're emailing me this about, but uh, I'm glad you came made that breakthrough. I don't like him emailing you either. It, you, do, you do not have his email address. No. Right? I, I learned that because I had to forward him that, uh, yeah. that Zoom link for last night. That's right. Oh, which ties into this with uh, Septemberfest. Mm. Uh, last night, we did our monthly uh, bonus episode, which mm-hmm. was a fun game that Oliver hosted. And uh, we did, you know, he, he tweaks and makes his own rules for uh, Geek Out. Geek Out. Oh. And it may already, that episode may already be in the feed. Oh, great. By the time they're hearing I mean, this. Well, it, that, it's possible. That's an example <laughs> yeah. of what you can listen to. If, uh, if not, it'll be out before the end of the month. So great. Which is soon. This was not a live stream. This is just uh, just us having fun. Yeah. yeah. Happy Halloween. Uh, all right. What's this guy's name on the phone? No idea. No, no. What's your name, sir? James? Oh, maybe. James. Oh, hi, James. And hey, where are you calling from, James? A cave? I, I'm, actually, I'm calling from Michigan, Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo, not too far from Battle Creek, where they make that cereal. <laughs> That's um, uh, what? First of all, do you live in a home, or do you, and if so, do you decorate for Halloween? Uh, we we just recently moved to a neighborhood that not doesn't get as much traffic, so I used to decorate like crazy, but it's kind of toned down a little bit. I see. Mm. And James, what do you do for a living? Yeah. I never really ask because I don't. I'm not interested generally. But <laughs> you fascinate me uh, the way that you speak eloquently, yet don't know how to use uh, the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I work. Uh, I, I used to work in uh, communications for television, and uh, no proof of that. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and now I, I got laid off because of COVID, mm-hmm. and now I uh, work for UPS. Go Brown, right, my man? Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, do you have a guess for an actor whose first name begins with letter I? Uh, I think initially, right off the bat, Andrew Salva was the name that came from. Yeah, he's very handsome, isn't he? He should, yeah, he sure is. James knows. Mm-hmm. James gets it. He does a good British accent. <laughs> Very good. For an Very good. In fact, he, he uses it more than he, uh, yeah. than he doesn't. I was saying he's, that recently. He's committed to it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. He's a good actor. He's on that, uh, what's it called, Looper? No, that's another show. Lupin? Lupin is not him. No. That's Luther. Omar Sy. Luther. Mm. Luther. A lot of L's. Uh, but there is a Looper, right? I think mm-hmm. my wife Looper is watching Looper. Looper is a Looper. movie. There's a movie called Looper. There's a movie called Looper. Mm. Why did that just come up in my house, though? Who's in it? Nah, I don't Bruce know. Willis. Who? Bruce Willis. Willis. Really? That's why. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, that's why. Oh, Joseph yeah. Ryan Johnson movie. Uh, my, my son was just talking about that. For some reason, I don't know why, because I'm not talking to him because he's full of filthy words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let this call go to voicemail. I know I said I was on okay. call alert, but I'm going to mm. let that go to voicemail. I don't know who it is, mm. but I'm still going to let it go to voicemail mm. because uh, we're in the middle of, uh, of a show. and We're getting close to being done. Should you text them and say, call 591-ROCK, and then we can all talk <laughs> <to them>? No. <laughs> Okay. No, I don't know if I need test results being read out on the air. Okay. I don't. Uh, 
Uh, uh, all right, well, James, good talking to you. Thanks, I James. I don't know. Well, thanks, Jimmy. I, can I just say one thing to Andy? Uh, uh, Bananas for Bonanza is one of my, it's just a hilarious podcast, man. It's so good. Thank that you. That's never enough fun But I, I enjoy well it so much. Thank it's you very so much. much. I appreciate it. They have, they have hats so available. <laughs> yeah, get yourself a hat. Go over there to Redbubble. Is that in Redbubble? Yeah, sure. Is it a 10-gallon hat? Oh, it ought to be. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it ought to be. <laughs> Andy, I imagine you've watched the Bonanza bloopers that are available on YouTube. Oh, uh, I don't know if I have. Oh. <laughs> I guess I should. They are a joy. Are and, they? And you will hear some words that you didn't think people would ever say in public. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to check that out today. I would. Yeah. They're fun. Bonanza bloopers. They're fun. The big fella. I don't know that. What, what's the big fella's name? Hoss. Hoss. Yeah. Hoss throws Dan around uh, some, uh, uh, some language. He's got a potty language. mouth? Yeah. Good heavens. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, but they're, yeah, they're fun. And that, uh, that Michael Landon, he's got something to say. Uh-huh. Uh, they're fun. They're fun bloopers. We watched them just last night. Boy, you can tell they have a lot of fun on that show. <laughs> Boy, they, I think even, they'd have to, right? 14 years of that? Yeah. 431 episodes. How many episodes are you in? We're about to do our 50th. Oh, boy, you've got some time. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Well, we've only been doing it since 2018. Oh, okay. Well, you got, so you're going to do this until you retire. Uh, Yeah, and then some. <laughs> oh, oh you, think, you think it's going to continue? You think uh, the uh, the kids will take it over? Here's my plan. that It's, uh, it's going to be like a J.D. Salinger situation where uh, you won't hear them. But after I... After I die, it will be dis- discovered that I've got like a hundred of them in the vault. <laughs> okay, you know that's nice. Kind of, oh, that's exciting. Yeah, something yeah. to look forward to. Yeah. Something for my grandchildren. In other words, I will never stop, even though I n- I'm not confident that there will be an outlet for them. I see. <laughs> you, you think podcasting is going to go belly up soon, or this one? At least this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say goodbye to James. Bye, James. Bye, James. Bye, James. I, Thank you. All right, let's take one more call. Then we got to get to the uh, list, uh, the, the full listener list, and then we got to find out the answer. Yeah. Then we have to go home. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, here's our last call coming in on the hotline, the Ted Sullivan hotline. Hello. Hey, it's Brian Salvatore. How are you guys doing? Hello, Brian. How are hey. you? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you folks doing? Good. Andy uh, Daly's here. Why don't you remind Andy where you live, sir? Andy, I am a fellow Bergen County native, but I am currently living in Passaic County, New Jersey. Oh, why'd you leave Bergen County? Because I cannot afford it. Oh, <laughs> it's the best of the counties. You, want, you, don't want to, you don't want to tell me what town you lived in in Bergen County? I, yeah, I, I am from Crestville, but I worked in Ridgewood. Right? Oh, where'd you work in Ridgewood? I worked at the movie theater there. The Warner Quad. Yep, the Warner Quad. Wow. Uh, I saw many good movies there. Did you ever make out in the back of it? No. But I'll tell you, I recently amused my family by telling them that I took two different girlfriends to see Pretty in Pink at that theater. Okay. <laughs> Which is like, <laughs> it's one, a statement of how short those relationships were, but yeah. also a statement of how long a movie would hang out in the theaters. Which stay there a long time. Both things are true. Yeah. yeah that's a good movie. I brought many a girl to see Pulp Fiction, believe it or not. Oh. Uh, and also Top Secret. Remember them with the Val Kilmer? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they if they laughed at Top Secret, this was true, if they laughed at Top Secret, they would get a second date. That's oh. why I ran that. If they didn't, it'd be like, well, I've got nothing in common with her. Mm-hmm. And she would know it too. <laughs> it was clear. How can you not laugh at that Fishing scene where it's all backwards. That's, that's great. I'm, you know, yeah, right. He gets it, Salvatore. 
I like the, mm-hmm. the guy's got the magnifying glass on his eye and then he takes it away. It's exactly. just his eyes ah, like that. Yeah. Actual eye. But then what was the magnifying glass doing? <laughs> I've got questions. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Uh, Brian, do you decorate the, this new home of yours that you won't stop bragging about? Do you uh, you decorate that? <laughs> well, we don't because our house is about 10 steps down from the street. So anything you put up is hard to see from street level. Oh, fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Also, that's not, that can't be good for storms, right? That's got a lot of flooding. You get flooding? Actually... No, because the back of the house dips down even further, so we're fine. It just keeps going. Hmm. The water runs through it, right? Redfoot it goes into a little lake, actually. <laughs> we live on a lake, which is lovely. Oh. oh. Look at you. This guy's bragging. You live in the dream. Yeah, I can't afford can't. Bergen County, my ass. Yeah, you got your own lake. He's out there. He's got needs Bergen. And the, and the Halloween decorations uh, do themselves. You just Friday the 13th right there. I mean, right. Yeah, you got the camp. It's yeah. stick a hand out of the water with a knife in it. There you go. Yeah, you're done. You're when you lived in Bergen County, did you ever go trick-or-treating at Richard Nixon's house? I did not, but I did get his. I, I did avoid his autograph at a baseball game. My dad took me to a game, and the option was, hey, look, Richard Nixon's there signing autographs. Or terrible third baseman Alvaro Espinosa is signing autographs, and I chose Alvaro Espinosa instead of Richard. Nixon. Oh no! To this day, you must regret that every minute you're alive. He's a former president. That. Fuck Nixon. Disgraced. No, not no. Fuck that. You put it on eBay and get thousands of dollars. Sure. I, don't know. I would feel worse about it if I did not meet Jimmy Carter. But I've met Jimmy Carter, so I feel I'm okay. Oh, in the, look in at this guy. Wow. This guy's the meeting president. It's like Forrest Gump over president. here. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Can't stop bumping into presidents. All right. Well, we'll let you go because we know you got to run. Brian, Brian, do it real quick though. I just, I, I want you to know. I do. I forgot that you sent me a song for the show, and now, now that I'm talking to you, I remembered. So I will now have to dig that email up and and uh, get it onto the show. I gotta gotta get it to Elliot. Elliot runs the the cues, and so uh, mm. it's a whole chain of command thing. <laughs> Did he guess his guess? Worry. He didn't give us. What's your guess for an actor's oh, name begins with I? My, my guess is Matt-centric, uh, Emperor Palpatine himself, Ian McDermott. Yes. There you Ian, go. Oh. Ian Ooh. McDermott. There's a couple, yeah, there are a couple more Ians on the table that I feel mm-hmm. like people haven't uh, hit yet. Hmm. Uh, all right. Well, thank, uh, thanks for calling in. Elliot, please give us the, uh, uh, goodbye, Brian. Bye, Brian. Goodbye. Bye, Brian. Thanks for listening, supporting. Uh, give us the fans, if you would, Elliot. All right. We'll skip the song. Uh, give us a little taste of the song so we know. Unfucking believable You got to turn the phone off. Do you want to see who it is? Just I, to yell at them? Uh, all right. <laughs> Who is this? I guess you're going to yell at him. <laughs> Goodbye. Hang up. We're done. We're done. If that's the type of shit we're doing today. That's it. No more phone calls. I, I feel like that's probably our uh, our wallpaperist. Just the way it sounded. Uh, it did sound very accurate. We have this one fan who, if we do like a Zoom with our fans, hmm. he's on the Zoom, but he's hanging wallpaper and his phone is just like on the floor so you can kind of see him <laughs> off in the distance putting, putting wallpaper up every time i believe wow. that that just, I, I made it clear no more phone calls oh i made it very clear <laughs> that could have been khrushchev <laughs> it's the right kind of phone uh, all right give us, give, give us right. just a taste of the song for one second okay so we can set the scene got it go all right uh Ia, Ioan grufford okay mm-hmm. yeah Okay. He's from Fantastic Four. Oh, th- oh thank good. you, Garen. Mm-hmm. Hi, Garen. Hi. Was he Mr. Fantastic? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, you know that guy. If you saw him, you'd be like, yeah, yeah I know man. exactly who he is. Good looking fella. Yeah. Uh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. That was Andy's, uh, eventually, it was his <laughs> guess. Uh, Ian Summerhalder. Oh, the kid from uh, Lost. Oh, very good. Very handsome guy from Lost. Yeah. Uh, now, here's one I thought that somebody might He wasn't come up with. Sawyer. He was the, uh, the, the young the kid. The soft looking. Uh, kind of looked like Rob Lowe's younger brother. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Could be. 
Uh, Isaac Hayes. Ooh. Isaac Hayes, who yeah. just passed away, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was an actor, sure. And then I wasn't certain about this one. This was on my list, though. Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop has appeared in movies. Mm-hmm. Probably. And then this was my third choice. Uh, Ian Ziering. Ian Ziering. Oh, oh, it's good. pronounced Ian. I I knew something was wrong with how he said I'm gonna it. Say, I'm going to say the same thing about what you said, Nixon. Fuck Ian. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he spells it I-A-N, but says Ian. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he, he, like Joey Bader, what hump? is interesting. <laughs> uh, then we got your iced tea, and then one that wasn't mentioned, uh, Ian McShane. Yeah, that's, oh, that's the other one. Ian McShane from Deadwood. Yep, and then Idris Elba, and number one, Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen, the sir. All right, let's find out. Here we go. <sighs> I go to the email. This is crazy. I didn't know we were going to find out. Oh, yeah, from yeah. Jared Logan. <laughs> Could you imagine if that we just left? We terrible told you we were going to... Ta- <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, I got to scroll down to find it. Uh, what is his name again, please? There Jared Logan. Jared Logan. Here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Scrolling as 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 requested. Mm-hmm. Scrolling. The scrolling. We do have a winner. Oh, Ian McKellen. Hey. Uh, oh. That's me. Jimmy Pardo. Well done. Because you decrypted it yesterday. <laughs> no, no, sir. <laughs> no. I am, I, am, I am nothing if not fair. Would never cheat. Get the cash. Yeah. A coffee can. Someone match the winning name. And it's been such a long time. <laughs> Um, the beauty is, it's back in our hands. It's yeah, back in our hands after God. two uh, two guests in a row won it. Mm. Annie and uh, and Jared, and mm-hmm. now it's back in uh, in the uh, in the hands of Daddy. And I have uh, H O no, J H I J. We're going. We're going to go in order. I thought we were going back. We're not going to go backwards then. <laughs> so I have J. J, yeah. J mm. is impossible. Oh, it's going to be hard. I, I may. Jay. I'm going to also have K. What yeah, do you mean you, by that? Oh, because nobody's going to guess your J? It's going to be hard. He's going to be hard to do J. I know you're J. You do, huh? Mm-hmm. Hey, let's play a little side thing. You email it to him encrypted, and then we'll see if you are right. Okay. Next week. That'll be fun. Also, you could just write it down on a piece of paper right now, That's and I will true. put it in the drawer, which is something I could have these people do in the future instead of this email. Oh, no, I can't. Not for a week, too. Week one, they could. For the first week, they could just put it on a piece of paper, and I put it in the that's drawer. That's true. That's true. Yeah, so I right sure here, don't know how to encrypt an email. Just that's for sure. Well, well really when we say encrypt, what we do is we tell them, put an exclamation point and a bunch of sp- uh, return, carriage returns, oh. and then write it so that it doesn't show up in the preview of the email. Yeah. Oh. He has to actually click it and oh. scroll down to see it. Oh, which he obviously did. In this case. <laughs> you are <laughs> very not, suspicious. I didn't of, cheat, well, it's just an interesting coincidence that he got it right. <laughs> uh, I'm having a good week. I'm winning a lot of things. I won. Yes. Uh, you won yeah. three things in, in a week. You yeah. won $1,600 in a football pool. That's right. Won 1600 bucks in a football pool. And are you the only person who knows ahead of time what the winning football team is going to be <laughs> yep. in that case? Okay. <laughs> yep. Then I went. I got trivia right this you week. Got the trivia question right, which your son writes. Oh, interesting. And <laughs> emails to you. Oh, and emails straight to you. Huh? He's finally figured it out. Oh. <laughs> don't don't you think I would have been doing better in trivia for the last? No, five because years? that would that would make you we so, would be suspicious. So I've been waiting for this very one. You finally, you're like this. Now is my time to strike. Although that money, you know, that money builds, right? Uh, that money does not build. No, that, it's that just money, five th- bucks a this week. This builds. This builds. And uh, oh. wouldn't you think I would use a 25-point bet to, if I was to do that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am very, very honest. To a fault. <laughs> it's true. 
Uh, Andy Daly, we oh you got to pay me my money. Yeah, so Andy, we do this Joker's Wild style. I don't know if you remember the game sure. Joker's Wild, where they would count the money out. Bill, what was his name? Everybody, the whole audience would count it. They'd yell the name. Yes, you know, hundred, two hundred. We do that. We count to five by five. It was Jack, we, somebody, the guy that was from Twenty One, Jack. This is a prevision moment. You could uh, you can oh, mark this Martin down. Garen has a prevision moment. Jack Barry. Jack Barry Jack. was the host of Joker's Wild, and then Pat Finn did the uh, the wow. reboot, and oh then uh, they Snoop rebooted Dog. it with Snoop Dogg, yeah. which uh, I watched a second of, and from uh, by all accounts, unwatchable. Mm, yeah, but we pay me five dollars. Here we go, and five wow. for the listener. Yeah. Oh, you like that a little bit? <laughs> sure, they appreciate uh, it. <laughs> they sure do. They like to hear it. <laughs> Andy, the name of the program is Bananas for Bonanza. Yeah. Um, my, as I said, my wife and son, they just they, they love it. They won't stop mm. talking about it. And I mean they will yeah. not stop talking about it. Well, do you know who's going to be a guest in our next episode? I don't. Danielle Koenig. Danielle B. Koenig? Yes. Uh, you didn't know that? No. I thought she would have, uh, that would be the biggest news around your household. <laughs> she is going, uh, uh, it's a new development as of yesterday. Uh, much like, much like your table. father, Jimmy holds court at the dinner table and doesn't let <laughs> anyone else speak. <laughs> so hasn't come up yet. Nobody else speaks. Uh, All right. Well, that's exciting. Episode 50, she will be our guest. Oh. Yeah. Now you want to hear that in a timely fashion. You got to go to patreon.com slash Andy Daly and sign up for the thing. It'll be out for free in like uh, seven or eight years oh take that long <laughs> that's uh that's the, that's the best way to make the money we yeah, yeah, we're yeah. dumb we release them a little too soon it's really stupid yeah. um bananas for bonanza with danielle b Koenig next week nah well um yeah i don't know coming soon up. yeah episode 50 mm-hmm. well i uh, uh, i imagine she's very excited about it i am so excited she didn't sleep at all last night <laughs> Uh, she just she just blamed the shingles. Uh, mm, shop. Of course, all obviously. This. Yes. Oh, she's up rolling. Mm-hmm. Do I do a character? Do I not do a character? <laughs> yes. Can't decide. Uh, Andy, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me. We thank everybody for listening. Thanks everybody for the called in. Uh, again, giftnnf.com. That'll when that is up, take advantage of that if you want a subscription or if you are a gifting one. Uh, until then, I guess just reach out on the social medias to each other. We are not part of any of that. Correct. We do not get involved in that. That is your business, not ours. Our business is to provide the outlet and the entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, everybody. September Fest coming to a close very, very soon. Mm-hmm. And we are currently at 1% a day. Let's fix that. <laughs> A little bit of the ghost's mouth has begun to show. Yeah, just yeah. a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. We ghosted up just a little bit. That's Karen Cockrell. That's Elliot Hopper. That's Matt Belknap, our friend Andy Daly. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny, a sag After podcast, is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.